Okay, let me check my notes. I got plenty notes for tonight. Yeah. Wait a second. I know. I gotta check on our guest. I guess we'll have to talk about it right as soon as we get through it. Right in the beginning, we'll, we'll just. Well, let's see. Let's check in the waiting room here. Whoa, big guy. Whoa, whoa. Down, down. Yeah, we'll talk about you. Don't worry about it. We'll 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 start off with that. No, 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 no. Won't be awkward. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We all love you. <laughs> yeah. I should probably check on Robin, see if we're ready to start. Hey, Rob. How you doing, man? Clear night. How are you, buddy? Hey, Rob. You ready for our uh, show? Our special guest? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how about you uh, You give the intro, and then we'll, we'll cue the music. Hey, this is Rob1103, and you're listening to Hoot Dog Radio. Thanks for listening to Hoot Dog Radio, the official podcast from the members of the Hoot Dog Gaming Clan. This is episode 54, and we're recording on Thursday, June 13th. Um, with me is the Raging Cajun himself, Rob1103. How you doing, Rob? <laughs> Good guys. What's up, man? <laughs> How are you? Doing well. I'm doing well. And we have a special friend of the show returning as a guest tonight. We have Mr. Gunbait101. Oh, hi there, guys. What's up, Gumbate? How you doing, buddy? I've never done this before. What's what's a podcast? <laughs> what's a podcast? <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? Where are my pants? <laughs> Where are my pants? That's always the question. That's always the question. <laughs> uh, F- funny side note, and I won't defer too long, Rob, so you don't have to yell at me. But yeah. <laughs> honey, where are my pants? Right, the Lego movie, right? The of Lego course. movie. Uh-huh. Right? It didn't dawn on me until the second movie when I actually see Wolf Rowell running in and out of the out of the house that that actually was a throwback in the movie in the first movie that the kid was actually thinking about his father always losing his pants. I don't know why it never dawned on me <laughs> watching the entire friggin' first movie. I've watched the thing a million times with the boys and I've never clicked. And then we're in the theater when we saw Lego Two, and I'm like, "Hey, wait a second. Hey. <laughs> Either way you think about it, though, it's something you've probably heard in your house." Uh-huh. And they and they blew it up to you know growing up as a kid of course uh, right yeah. it doesn't happen now of course but, uh, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, but I mean, it's something you probably heard your your parents shout. You know, where's this article of clothing as they're frantically trying to get something done? Right. Kids mm-hmm. and stuff. So usually, it's like, where are my shoes? Where are my keys? Where's my wallet? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but meanwhile, Dad's running around pantless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole sitcom, that thing, never clicked to me that 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 was actually just referring back to his father yelling at his wife or kids or whatever. And it's like, honey, where are my pants? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> learning this show. That's what we're good for. <laughs> yeah. Learning. Get learned. We're gonna learn you some today. <laughs> so sorry, I, I I sidetracked us, you know. Imagine that. But uh well, you just started the show, that. so technically there's nothing to be sidetracked. This could actually be the path of the show. That's true. As it very could well be. Yeah, there's time. You know. But I'm sure it won't. It might. You never know. Okay. You gonna, you right. gonna, you gonna taunt it? You gonna? You gonna? <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> how you how you doing? What you what you been up to, man? How you been? Uh, well, uh, I've actually just been kind of relaxing, but I, I recently just kind of got back into Destiny and and uh, uh, took a break from Destiny for a little bit, as you guys may have known, mm-hmm. but. Oh. Uh, Played some other games and, and and stuff like that, and um played uh played a little bit of Dauntless. Um, got back into a little bit of GTA, but not not in the standard method of GTA that a lot mm-hmm. of people are familiar with. But mm-hmm. um, uh, building up characters for like GTA role play, just funny stuff, and and just mm-hmm. uh, I'm working on some projects with that, but um just uh just kind of working on my own little things and, and just uh, putzing around with stuff. So just kind of enjoying life and, mm-hmm. and uh, taking it easy. So yep. no, definitely very good deal. Very so. good. Yeah. We've, and I, I kind of always ask the question cause it's for the, some of it's for the listeners as well. Cause I know what you've been doing cause you've been playing with us. You've been back in destiny for a little bit. So yeah, <laughs> it was fun. We did some uh, nightfalls with Mr. Booty. I, I, what is his name now these days? It's it's Ferg, Bootalicious, uh, Boots, whatever. Boots, whatever. Yeah. Mini Jerry. Mini Jerry. That's what his name <laughs> is now. That's what I'm gonna call him from now on. I didn't. Look at, I didn't see that word in in the show notes. Is Mini Jerry in there as a topic of discussion? I actually do have it in there further down. Okay. Yes, Fantastic. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> People are gonna be like, "What the hell are they talking?" Call about? Foreshadowing. I I think we should just. Right there, we have our show title. So there it is. Mini Jerry. <laughs> so, oh, very good. Yeah, it's been it's been definitely more uh, Destiny focused last last few weeks. I did actually uh, take a, a, a dip into Dauntless as well uh, when it first came out. I just, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Uh, I haven't played too deep into it recently. I did fire it up, fire it up a couple times since then just to kind of do it. It's one thing that's nice about that game. You can just jump in, do a couple hunts, and then pop off yeah so it's, it's pretty nice um haven't done much of the um you know playing with uh with others in our group or friends list or anything like that recently but or at all yet i want to kind of get into that at some point but destiny keeps doing stuff right now so some new stuff that's been going on <laughs> so it's like keeping us you know engaged and busy and grinding so that's been that's been a good thing but um you know, it's 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 kind of neat. The one the one game game I am, and we're gonna get to it because this is for, for those that are listening. That's gonna be a uh, some Destiny and some E three talk because it is E three week, and there's a whole lot of different cool stuff um, that we kind of talk about. And I figured the best way maybe to approach it, and we can do a little 
mini production meeting at the moment here. Um, you know, rather than going through like a whole list of different games and stuff, I'll probably just pick a couple highlights of what I thought because I had a whole, you know, you know me notes, but I'm not going to yeah. go through all the notes. It's just more for my own, you know, reference point. But there's just, there's a few that uh, you know that were just exciting to me to kind of see whether it's new, discovered, or you know, knew that you knew were coming out, but you saw more about it or some surprises. So we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. So, but how about you, Rob? What you've been what you've been doing recently in the last uh, week or so? Destiny, man. Mm-hmm. Destiny, Destiny. Uh, got truth. What day before yesterday? I think you got it on day one, right? Since it was yeah, when I it was think so. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, yeah. So so Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, been grinding, grinding more than I have in a long time. Actually, you know, any other season really. I uh, got the got the the Wendigo grenade launcher. I think on Wednesday, maybe or two, or maybe maybe before reset. But I mm-hmm. grinded and got it. Uh, tip on that. If nobody knows, load up the uh, keep loading in the strikes until you get the corrupted strike, and mm. then go farm blind well. But oh, it really only okay. works in yeah. fire team is the easiest way because if you're not in the blueberries right. you're with, go mm. go progress the strike and then die, then you just get pulled right in with them. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's always a bummer. Yeah. yeah. So, but a good tip, Heather and I was running it, and I think well we 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 didn't even know you know I didn't know anything about this, and then we loaded up strikes just trying to you know just trying to do it normally, and then first you know as soon as we load into the strike we're loaded into the blind well. I'm like, you know, what the hell's going on here? And then I, mm-hmm. you know, kind of figured out. I'm like, oh, the blueberry that was with us, he was in there farming hmm. in the blind well. That's interesting. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, that works. Well, started doing that. And then I went and helped uh, Dino and his son Jake uh, go get his uh, Jake's whisper. So hmm. I left and Heather stayed in and then she got off. And then so we lost lost the, the, the strike you know replacing the strike <laughs> right when right. i come back i'm like well damn and then it took i think i farmed that for i don't know three or four or five more hours and could never load up that strike again oh yeah that's and the then, bummer of that yeah, yeah and then finally i think i had heather and i had maybe i don't know 100 kills more to do and we finally got that strike again with somebody willing to you know go in the blind well with us and finish it but mm-hmm. it's well worth it the uh that, that grenade launcher it does some massive damage when you have the if you do you know the perks on it guys or the, the main don't. perk it's uh you pick up orbs of light when you pick up orbs it gives the it holds six in the magazine i guess so you you can stack up to if you pick up six orbs those six grenades in the in the you know in the magazine do extra damage oh my mm-hmm. and it does a lot of extra damage i mean yeah yeah it's I've, like I've i think it's the highest dps melting bosses like crazy. yes oh it melts yeah and if you got a six stack of people running it bosses just delete mm-hmm. and gone so it's well worth the grind mm-hmm. but it is a grind it can be if you you know it took yeah. me it seemed like it took me 10 or 12 hours to get it seemed like because right. of just running through strikes you know if yeah. you can get in the blind well with a fire team i think it'll go in two or three hours but mm-hmm. Just because you got so many enemies and you're picking up heavy and right. all that, you know, if you're just running through strikes normally, it, it takes a while. But mm-hmm. but yep. that's my pro tip of the day. Yeah, no, that's a good one because that was when they first announced it. I think we talked about it. I was like, well, 
Yeah, grenade launcher. I'm not real big on grenade launchers, so there's probably going to be something about this perk, you know, set that it's got. It's got to be interesting mm-hmm. because you know, loaded loaded question, which is such a good pinnacle weapon. It's still one of my favorites. I still continue to keep that up at play mm-hmm. generally, and uh, you know, even if it's main ingredient is very comparable, except for that initial blast, you know, that full loaded you know, explosion when you have a full loaded clip. So that mm-hmm. makes a big difference, especially on ads and things like uh, you know, menagerie and things like that. So. Well, uh, it's definitely a good uh, good tip to kind of <laughs> if you can get a good fire team going through and, and jumping through that because those grinds get a little bit. <laughs> now, did that, did that strike have to be the nightfall or no? Just, just from the, the strike yep. from the playlist though. Oh, uh, from the right, you can't just load it up. Yeah, you have to do it in the playlist. That's why you have to keep reloading in and yeah, out till you get the strike. Okay. Yep. So that's no, good, and then we yeah, did. It's, it's well worth it. I'm I'm using uh using recluse with it, and uh, man, mm. chewing through enemies. I mean, it is it's ridiculous. It's very powerful. I imagine it probably goes through primeval pretty quick too. Uh, I, you know, for gambit. I think yes, I was actually using it in gambit last night. I think yeah, it nice does pretty well there too. I think it does. You know, any well deletes anything pretty quickly, but you know these higher deep or higher de- higher health enemies. Yeah, it'll it'll chew mm-hmm. to them quicker than pretty much anything right now. Yeah, very cool. And then I think since our last recording, we got a Scourge of the Past completion. <laughs> that was pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably not doing that much that off, often, though. <laughs> nope. <laughs> have you... No, uh, it's not a bad rate. It's just... Uh, have you, have you uh, dipped into the... In that one? Yeah, Gumbay, I wasn't sure if you read Light on ps4 or pc when it was at the time probably not pc yet because i know you've been grinding up to the level now but had you uh, done any of the scourge of the past back when it was released so uh the scourge of the past that's the one that's the one that came with forsaken correct it was one no, right that, after right so after. yep it was the one it was last wish was the one that we've done okay. um before and then the scourge of the past was the one that came with the black forge. armory i think black yeah. armory forge then so. then no i have not done anything that was about the time that i i started to drop off so mm-hmm. yeah you're not missing much yeah, yeah. Give you that. <laughs> <laughs> i i heard that there were sparrows that you can use in the raid i was like oh that's cool it's, yeah. it's one of those i like the i really like the first encounter i think that's a really neat like the puzzle mm-hmm. you're in the city and that's really cool. You know, other podcasts probably have talked about this like ad nauseum, but like this is our first completion of it. So it's like, and I knew the mechanics, I just never got to light proper or, you know, group that wanted to do it. And uh, I, I would definitely say it's the first encounter is fun. And then you go into the maze underground, which is kind of, yeah, whatever. That's the sparrow part. And, the, and then the, and then the sparrow race too. So yeah, you're in oh, the sparrows, yeah. but then you're in the sparrow race afterwards where you have the flaming uh-huh. servitor Sermitor. coming after you. Fire, fireball, dude, uh, basically. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and that—that's the part you're probably thinking of Gumby, where it's just really can be frustrating. It's—it's it's like SRL on steroids, basically, where you have to kind of you have to get two people to the end to be able to slam um, the, these points, these two points that close up the door behind you, and then everybody else is good. So as long as two people out of the six make it, you're good. But um, it is a mad dash, and any little mistake you really have to adjust for, and then you're pretty much going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so that, that's a little. Eh. <laughs> that was a little can be frustrating. You need. You also need to get a, a, a sparrow that has a quick spawn that helps a lot. Um, yep, and make or sure it's one sixty as well. Mm-hmm. Ghost that has the quick spawn or something. Yeah, yeah so, so that part was right. But I, I definitely have to say, like that, probably in the list of all the at least the D two raids and even probably overall raids, I rank it. 
for me personally, even though I've only done it once and I could see the merits of it. I think I still, I rank it higher than um, Spire oh, Stars. Spire Stars. Better than that because that's just death. But uh, <laughs> um, but I, I but I'd, I'd probably like Eater World better and that's probably where I rank it in the overall list of all grades. It's like, it's probably my one of my least favorite ones. So it's like, it's okay. But And I, it's funny because I see a lot of streamers doing it, but uh, I don't know. So, so it's fun. It's worth doing. There's some cool armor. I'll say that's one thing I is good mm. about. It. I like. The well, it looks like forge armor almost. Yeah, kind of. But, but it looks good though. I like the forge armor. But mm -hmm. it had some it good perks on it too. So that was that was good. So it is worth for that. I don't think there's any. I'm trying to think if there's any weaponry that's the threat level. You can get that threat, threat level. level shotgun. Oh right, Remember Fur got, Fur got the, it. Got the uh, mm -hmm. uh, whatever it's called. The uh, um, hell, I can't think of the word. The uh. Okay, yeah, mine, mine fart here. <laughs> no worries. Brain fart. Uh, whatever, you know the one that Smasher work. You know that the that Bungie basically picks the roll on it. What's oh, the curated. curated, curated. There we go. Yep, yep, yep. Curated. Yep. yep. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. All right. So, anything else to really before we get into our? We'll, we'll go quickly through the twelve. There's not a whole lot, I think, but there's a couple little highlights. Um. To, to, to pop on to um, it just was released right today right before our recording here so I did a quick skim of it and a lot of it was on the FAQs which there is one correction I want to do from last week so when we were discussing um, new light and what we thought we heard from from Bungie in terms of what content was provided to that they actually had a nice FAQ today so they clarified it over e3 week with a few interviews and a couple podcasts that were recorded and such so I've heard this a few times but um, basically the new light is is d2 vanilla plus all the DLCs curse of Osiris and Warmind. And then there are a couple other elements of it, like the free roam and all destinations, um, the strike playlist, the crucible, the gambit and gambit prime actually, and then select annual pass content. That's how they defined it. So, um, so if you won't have forsaken as part of that, which we thought it was going to include forsaken and in all the, um, the, the seasons within forsaken, that will be its own a la carte um, purchase um, optional for people who come in with new, uh, with a new light. And then uh, Shadowkeep as well when it's when eventually it does launch. But that was one thing. I was kind of a little disappointed with that, but I can understand because even the vanilla and full full season, especially with Warmind, that's a, that's a pretty good amount of content for new people. Um, the the only regret I have on it is I have some friends who were part of the vanilla D D two who already own pretty much that, and they actually had bought had bought the um, annual pass. So this will not entice them back. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that like, Hey, you know, try forsaken. It's really awesome. You know? And it's like, I, there's a few of them that I don't see them paying money to, to play forsaken. So it might be a lost mm -hmm. cause with that, but eh, whatever. So, but yeah, I just want to make that, that correction that's there. Um, that was from last week. So that was something we, we heard a lot about. So, well, and, and I know I was playing with uh, Dino the other night too. And another thing that, I had I know that in the FAQ they mentioned that is this a new game file, but because they're moving over to Steam, is it is it just working the same way? Because I know I've I've used other games that were not sold through Steam. I've kind of like ported them over in Steam mm -hmm. for like controller setups because Steam actually has a pretty good setup for using a game controller with mm -hmm. other games that otherwise doesn't have uh, an implementation for that or right. some type of setup for that. So it, do we have any information as far as like, is it 
like that same process, which is pretty easy. You just basically tell it, tell Steam where the game file is, and it just. I don't think over. so. What it sounds no, like, like to me, you have to re-download it. Re-download it. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna have to re-download it. So what they're okay. doing is all behind the scenes. They're gonna be doing, and there'll be a step that we'll have to do this summertime, where we actually, you know, a link or enable, or I think we'll have to create it. If you don't have a Steam account, you know, I have one for many years, but like if you don't have one, let's say have potentially a PC person who doesn't have Steam, but you'd have to create it and then link them. And I think that's the, that's the step, and then they'll migrate it at that point behind the scenes. But then you will have to re-download the new. They did confirm you have to re-download it, so it won't be like okay. you can't use the one that's because all the DRM to your file. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they didn't say specifically anything about your friends list, but my assumption going into it is that they won't be able to port the friends list because a lot of it's just too tied to Battle.net IDs. And Honestly, it, to me, it doesn't matter because most of the people that I play with. Mm-hmm. Either I already play with them on Steam and I'm already friends with them on Steam right. already, or the the clan activity is going to be in there anyways. So yeah, and that and that that's what's part of the port the porting over, right? Yep. Yeah, that that's all Bungie.net content. So that's mm-hmm. essentially what they're doing is behind the scenes they're just kind of relinking the same way that we originally linked Battle.net to um to the to the Bungie.net stuff. We'll probably be linking um, either the Bungie.net to the Steam or we'll just have to associate Battle.net to. to the steam one of one of those two approaches they basically said it sounded like at first the it was going to be Battle.net migration to steam but the way i think about it more it's probably going to be like i'm guessing they're going to say you know the same thing we did with blinking your blizzard you know but Battle.net to your bungee is probably going to the same same allowance that you do to uh to the behind the scenes so that they can do that but and, and i didn't mind it but i just thought about the download time because it's a lot of content to download it's like it is 80 90 gig at and, least. I, yeah, I guess I, and sadly to say before i came back into destiny i you know i had destiny installed and i just wanted to make some room because i was i was doing some video work and mm-hmm. man did it take forever to download all yeah. the content again so mm-hmm. i'm yep. gonna have to do that yet again <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I've done it to like a second computer and I remember thinking about it. It's like, I just left it overnight, I think, and just let it do it. I mean, I've got FIOS speed too, and it's still slow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It takes a while. For oh, a- the servers are definitely limited on what they can yeah. do. So, yeah. So, but they did, they did mention that. So we'll, we'll find out more on that, um, you know, later. And then the other thing that we did get, get confirmation that we were hoping for merger, or, or at least we were hoping yeah. for merger or yeah. migration, you basically are going to be selecting whatever your active account is. So it's not going to be taking characters from different accounts. It's going to be whatever your whatever you select as your active account will be the one that goes forward um, to be used by all platforms. Um, but they they did state that they're not going to be deleting the other profiles that you mm-hmm. might have or accounts. So that's a good thing. So I don't know if there's something that you could you know have in that and then maybe they're thinking for future perhaps because that's one of those things i was debating about myself was like originally i just thought all right i'll just do my pc and it's like yeah as hard as it is to lose all my d1 sort of like heritage stuff that probably would be the way i would go but then i started looking at dim comparison in dim you can look at your like progression and your collections and it's like and i see how much more i have on my ps4 is basically double everything like double the number of like you know, hours and double the number of even as much as my light is higher on PC. It's I spent so much time on PS4 that I'm, I might have to think about it when I eventually there. But I'm still just playing on PC really primarily. But I don't know what, <laughs> if that changes anything you guys are thinking for 
for which I, well, one my, my personal thing is, you know, with them going with the new light and stuff, I was really hoping for it being that they're they're going their own path that are getting off of battle.net servers. I was really hoping for that. And even for new players coming in, they get to go to the the initial awakening at the Cosmodrome, you know, mm-hmm. where eyes up guardians and stuff. You get to play mm-hmm. through that mission. I was really hoping for if they're kind of porting some stuff like that over, if they can, if they can, you know, in just for the purposes of creating extra content and maybe it may have been content that we played in the past, I would really like to see them. I, and I know this has been said by the community for a long time, but I would love to play Vault of Glass on PC and just mm-hmm. see it in, in a in, in a ton of frames and in just mm-hmm. uh, I just I would just love to have that environment once again and and just have fun with that and ex- re-experience that in a different platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I that that might be a you know a, how to say it um, a non-existent <laughs> or unachievable, um, yeah. but. It's still something that you know. If if they you know it is content, and if they if they could find some way to port that over, um, which we've seen some evidence of them bringing parts of the Cosmodrome over and stuff. But um, I don't know. I I would just I would really like to. (laughs) That that's all I'm gonna say. I would just really like to go back and do that stuff, and Mm -hmm. as a as a method of just extra content. You know, people, you know, they're always saying that they can't make the content fast enough. Well, mm-hmm. here's a way to kind of offload some of that. I know there's right. some behind the things behind the things that are going to have to change. But how hard is it? I, and yeah, I'd love to see that. But yeah. Now, did either of you um, you guys listen to the uh, the Kotaku split screen episode this week? I did today. actually. Okay. How about you, Gumby? Did you? I did not actually. So it's definitely one I've, I've been kind of posting. It's definitely listen to because it's interesting. Like it's just interesting to see here their like pontification, as I called it. You know, they're they're you know Jason's a straight shooter, so he's going to basically you know calm out on a couple things, or you know he knows what they won't and will talk about. But one of the things that he he asked was sort of like he kind of alluded to that. It's like why do the Cosmos? Maybe a DLC in the future. You might have the D one. And it kind of seemed like they want to reimagine those. Like that's one of the things that the reason why they picked the moon, somebody back, I guess, last fall or one of the falls, I think sometimes they, their time sense um, kind of misses, but um, whenever they, they had like a proof of concept or somebody was just to- toying around with some, with some you know, bandwidth, um, somebody had done a reimagining of some of the moon and everybody had fond memories of the moon and, and, and the new moon that's going to be in shadow keep. They, they estimate to be about two times the size of the original moon in terms of, you know, size and I guess capacitor, whatever they're doing with it. And he, they kind of asked him the question, you know, you know, why'd you do that? And it's like, yeah, same reason that we would think of it. It's like, we mentioned it last week in our, uh, you know, with, uh, with some of the team we had here with Ray and Dino and myself and, and Rob, we were like, we have fun memories, obviously of the moon all the way back to D1 times and the beginning of D1, um, you know, and then be able to step foot on the, on the moon. And there's just that nostalgia to it. And it was just a cool area and it was creepy. And it's probably the first time and probably one of the only times really where I was creeped out in some ways by destiny. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you go into those caves and then, you know, dinkle botter to the new, <laughs> no one mm-hmm. by either one of them, you know, that's the hive. We've woken the hive, you know, and the whole creepiness of that. And that was really cool. 
and even like doing a lot of the strikes and other sort of things with um, you know the, the big uh, ogre creature, Fogoth uh, or something. Fogoth, yeah, Fogoth, Fogoth, yeah, Fogoth. Uh-huh. You know that was just creepy stuff down there. You know, so they they kind of mentioned that, and then he kind of uh, went on the side, like said, you know, the, the dreadnought. Oh, do you ever think of doing dreadnoughts? Like, yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that's gone down there, so I'd like to go and maybe revisit it, but you know, never know. We'll see. You know, but it, it seemed like they weren't going to go back and redo the same stuff, at least what they sound alike to them. But, you know, their focus right now is building the platform going forward for the free-to-play model and the different um, a la carte-style purchases throughout the throughout the upcoming you know, months and years, essentially. So, mm-hmm. um, And that was the other reason why they didn't rename it from something else to, to D2 to something else. Like, we still aren't done with D2. So, you know, might eventually look at something future, but right now we're just focusing on detail. And, and honestly, and not to, you know, keep on this, I know you probably want to move on to other stuff, but I am a, a big believer that they should just live in this realm for a while while they work on the next thing. Just let that next thing bake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't pull it out of the oven yet until it's ready. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if, you, if you can get a small skeleton crew to keep this going, awesome. Just keep it going. Uh, if you can keep the content rolling while you're working on the next thing, uh, I think that's just better for for uh, the community, and I think it's better for their their longevity. Um, mm-hmm. Just basically making sure that they are they are they're not rushed. You know that they are getting exactly what they want. They're getting into a platform that is adaptable and and uh, extensible to where you can change stuff out and. Mm-hmm and progress on it easier so yep no definitely i think and that's the nice thing about you know their approach and this this is a good next step um you know i know a lot of folks want you know the cross play and all that sort of thing and that that would be ideal obviously but for them you know you're gonna have to purchase the individual platforms if you want to play across those and i i kind of expected that i think you even said that last week like i don't mind purchasing on the platforms I'm going to play as long as my progression is, you know, saved across. I mean, we can get spoiled and, you know, Fortnite, for example, does, you just, it's all free to play anyway. So regardless of where you're at progression and save and play, you, it's there nowadays, but that was a big hurdle. Um, I, I don't mind them making money. I mean, they're, they're in an indie now, essentially they're huge. Indie, in, an indie darling. Indie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and, uh, you know, they, they need to make money somehow. And, and, you know, they're only going to have so much, so many content drops. And they did mention in some of the promotional material that they haven't quoted about this because they're not the marketing PR guys. They're just, you know, design and, and leads general manager. But, um, you know, there's going to be some sort of season pass where it's, it sounds like more like the original, like, you know, destiny and the original vanilla where you, know, you pay for the next set of a year of, you know, DLCs, whatever the seasons or whatever. So a little bit different than the annual pass. But then if you don't want to do that, you could buy them individually. So that's a, that's a good approach. That's a, you know, it's a fair approach. Um, and we'll see how that kind of works out. So, so that was covered in the TWAB, just FAQ. So just, if you had any questions, you know, check it out. They had a couple, you know, questions and, and, uh, they, they kind of answered it on, on Twitter after our, our, uh, last podcast, but, you know, I was kind of holding out hope, but it is what it is. So we'll see. And everybody come new light anyway, it will be new light. So even if you own D2 today, it'll, you'll, it'll eventually be sort of rebranded in a way of destiny to re, you know, new light. And then we will have different entitlements to 
Forsaken and, you know, I didn't really say if they're going to separate the Forsaken annual pass, which is going to be Forsaken and then Shadow Keep, right? And then whatever DLC in the seasons after that. So entitlements for each platform. But they did confirm <clears throat> Twitter today that I saw some tweets that if you do have, let's say, an exotic drop from one of those pieces of content, you could still use it on any platform that you may not have bought that entitlement for, which is nice. So you're not going to be able to play the content if you haven't bought the entitlement on that other platform, like Xbox, for example. But you could still use your, let's say, Thorn, if you had purchased it you know, the, on, on PS4, and you could use your Thorn on Xbox if you wanted to, even if you didn't own the, um, well, that's good. the season. So that's good. You know, so they did say they're not going to limit you that way. They just don't, they're just not going to allow content for certain things. So it's, it, it sounds a lot more complicated, I think, than it really will be eventually. But it's kind of, I guess, hard to talk and visualize some of these things in some cases. You have to do all the scenarios. Well, and another thing, too, is I don't know how much you guys went in depth on uh, uh, Eververse. I know it's always a touchy subject with a lot mm -hmm. of circles, but, um, and I'm sorry, I'm taking over now, but uh, what what is your thoughts? Jeez, on, like, guy, bring him back yeah. in a guest. Yeah. He starts taking over the damn yeah. show. I mean, I'm sorry. The hell? This guy, but thank no. he is. <laughs> he uh, owns what, a show or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, uh, have you, uh, you know, I know I said it's kind of a touchy subject with some people, but um, what are you guys' thoughts with the direct buy items that are offered through there now? Because I, I have my own opinions, but mm -hmm. sure. I mean, I I like the new design. I mean, uh, there may be some limitations. I was hoping for a little bit more, but it, it reminds me of like a Neverwinter or other like ESO style um, interface where you can purchase those things. Um, I like that they got away from, the, and I think part of this is just thinking ahead, getting away from loot boxes that it's not RNG based. Uh, I never liked the RNG based, and I think even the industry and perhaps even legally at some point, they might start to see some crackdown on this. And I think they're sort of ensuring themselves against that in the future. Mm -hmm. So I like that part that you can just purchase something out. Um, still think some of this is a little expensive, to be honest with you. I'd rather have like some deals and sales come across. That'd be nice mm -hmm. eventually, but they just re-released it with this season. Yeah, that might happen at some point. Some yeah. Deals. But, but I don't, I don't actually mind the direct buy approach for some of the cosmetic stuff as long as they stay with cosmetic and i you know and i think that's their their intent as well even when it's free to play they want to be um you know cosmetic stuff it won't even help you progression wise necessarily it'll just be cosmetic you know armor and you know and uh, sparrow stuff and maybe ornaments and things like that but has no real direct impact on you know your your gameplay per se so but, but he does actually have direct impact because i look mm -hmm cooler now that's true <laughs> more intimidating yeah <laughs> uh no i i was i was just gonna say i i was i was thoroughly pleased with being that they got away from the uh uh i i'm gonna go ahead and say it. i i thought it was gambling uh mm -hmm. yeah, i thought it was a waste yeah. of money before mm -hmm. um rob thank you for helping me with the uh the outbreak prime quest uh last week and mm -hmm. and i'd also like to thank uh, uh dino and his son uh, for helping me teaching me the path, you know, through all that and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But um, after we had signed off or separated and gone our own ways, I went right to Eververse and I bought the skin. I bought the one skin for uh, the mm -hmm. Outbreak Prime and I felt really good about it. I was like, mm -hmm. that was something I went in there and I was like, <clears throat> I wanted that and I got it and I could show it off and I didn't feel scummy of or and I didn't feel like it was a waste of money. It was something that I valued as, as a, mm -hmm. 
a cool purchase to have. So mm-hmm. now, I have my own thoughts on on it also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I like that they went, you know, direct purchase. Also, the only thing I don't like is, um, like, well, it's not really with that. But now the 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 engrams you get, you know, for ranking up this mm-hmm. season are all of the best of year one. You mm-hmm. can't get any of the new stuff out of those packages, out oh, of those true. engrams. Mm-hmm. You can only get the best of year one, which you know, there's me coming in new on PC. That's nice because you know be getting some of the things that I don't have but all these cool things you're seeing in the store that are new you won't get unless you unless you pay for them you know you can't use right. your bright dust for them I don't like that but I do like the fact that you can you know directly buy exactly what you want I think that's, mm-hmm. that's wonderful but yeah I don't like that you can't get none of the new stuff yeah know, without actually paying real real money for it but yeah you know, it's okay I guess yeah and I, I guess that's part of the the model now too is yeah. for games is the the cosmetic stuff like look at although one can argue obviously with with Fortnite you still could continue to play like crazy and eventually mm-hmm. just acquire it you know I think maybe just the first season pass battle pass you had to purchase because it was not available for non players but then every every season you could play enough to you know earn you the next battle pass so that you can continue so i think that's one of the things they may need to kind of look at as well like you know the sort of like the warframe model too like you know gumby and i kind of play a little bit of warframe and there's definitely a grind to that game um mm-hmm. and in many ways just very overwhelming in terms of a lot of options that are available to you just you know in terms of the number of you know frames and stuff that are around and weaponry but spreadsheets the, spreadsheets yeah <laughs> spreadsheets on spreadsheets on spreadsheets and and time right like you can mm-hmm. speed it up so that was the other thing that i'm glad i that's the only one that always kind of bugs me is the time like well if you want to spend a little money we can we can make this faster for you <laughs> you know so they may yeah but that's not paying the win though i mean whether True. you wait or whether you pay for it you're gonna get it you know yeah. it's just getting it faster yeah. i don't think that's yeah, and you could have ultimately grind enough out that you could. I think there's only one or two things that were very hard to acquire through grinding that it would just you end up buying some platinum and warframe that you need to do. But mm-hmm. so as long as they they kind of allow for that, I think you know, and the cosmetic stuff is where they limited to. I'm 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 cool with it. So and I like the new design. I think they have room to grow. I do too. I, I, I like wish they I wish they used the UI designers on that on the on the pursuits. When it was gonna come up. So that was one of the other things that was mentioned in the um Kotaku podcast. Is that uh you could tell that he knew where Jason was going and Luke Smith's like, Yeah, last week I was already talking to some UX designers about what they had planned. He basically said is like I went down to the UX guys and uh or people and ladies as well and uh i asked them what their you know what was their plans for the next you know round of that you know the implication there is yeah i heard it was a lot of heat i agree with it it's a pain in the butt let me see what they're doing and he said they already had some improvements to it that they just you know have to bake and finish release so they're always like a little behind with that stuff they do have some improvements coming i thought that was some some bs yeah yeah, I mean, honestly, I some of it's BS. I think some of it's actually probably like, all right, guys, you know, this sucks. Why don't you figure out something mm-hmm. quick? And they probably had some design scope. I mean, everybody else reads Twitter too. I mean, you could definitely see the designers as soon as you release something, you kind of mm-hmm. immediately scounge, you know, sc- scrounge out the you know comments on your work and that kind of stuff. And when you start seeing that amount of feedback, you can't help but starts. And somebody, somebody is actually um, community members redesigning for you and saying, hey, how about this? Why don't you guys yeah. do this? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, so 
I know a lot of designers that way they get, they would get, um, they would take on the challenge to do that and they probably start doing it on their own anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So to that point, now when it comes up, I don't know, but <laughs> so we'll see. But, and I also just have to keep mentioning folks. I some of us knew this, but not everybody that I've encountered in that bottom right corner, you know, just keep hitting that sort by new <laughs> eventually, maybe someday that'll, that'll be saved, but in the bottom right corner hit save by new and makes the world a lot of better place. Mm-hmm. On that I, I do <laughs> wish there was persistence across screens. Like say, if you switch out of a screen and you go back to it, it's that mm-hmm. screen to go into some, mm-hmm. but a lot of times there's no, like I said, there is no pathing or not pathing persistence yeah, in, yep. within your menus. So it's, it's kind of rough mm-hmm. and especially, I mean, when you're on PC, you're kind of used to that sort of thing. Um, I, I could understand that, you know, maybe you have memory limitations on console and that may be the overall reason, you know, why that, why mm-hmm. that goes back to, you know, default, you know, it's just the standard, uh, breadcrumb trail and how to operate stuff. But yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised about that actually. Cause I PC, you could definitely not have the issue, but I know one of the big tenants of, of Bungie even in their presentations and stuff is that they want a like-minded interface across everything. You look at a lot of games that are cross platform. There are different tweaks to their interfaces based on your, your platform that you're on. Whereas Bungie's just philosophy is they don't want person to think differently when they're on one platform or another. They just want it to be just the same seamless. Same experience. Yeah. So, so that's good. And it's bad. It's good in the sense of you get the same experience. The downside is you don't really take advantage of an area where it could be a little stronger, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the important thing of that. So, but yeah, definitely. If you haven't listened to the Kotaku, um, that's definitely interesting. It was a good. It's one. a tough um, listen because the audio is pretty crappy. But yeah, it starts. You can tell they're on the floor somewhere. Yeah, they're on the floor. Uh, yeah, and it's just Jason yeah. with Luke and and Mark Noseworthy. So Luke Smith and Mark Noseworthy. So just the three of them discussing stuff. And he, he to his credit, he did it really. Good. You know, he went into it anyways. He asked mm-hmm. some credit. You know, some good questions that you know were were surprising that they you know some of them they answered and some of them they're like mm, we don't they know. danced around them yeah. Yeah, so they're good at that. <laughs> yep, yep. They're they're definitely pretty good about that. And usually Luke when he when he has something on his mind, he pre's a straight shooter. So I think some of the stuff mm-hmm. he just didn't even think of. I think they were surprised when he asked, like, so Destiny One, what are you guys doing with that? <laughs> Is that gonna be out for a while? I you can almost hear that audible yeah, you pause. Can tell. Uh, <laughs> like, we haven't thought about that in forever. No, we really yeah. haven't yeah, mm-hmm. we really haven't thought about shutting those down. We're just gonna keep those mm-hmm. going. But you know <laughs> so so, uh, he did say, you know, I would like, you know, something to the to the effect of play it 50 years from now, you know, still be playable because, mm-hmm. you know, our old, we'll say, you know, yeah. Nintendo games, you could just pop them in and play them still, you know, and if yep. they shut the servers down on Destiny 1, then, you know, that's it. We'll never be able to play it again. And mm-hmm. He likes the idea of 50 years from now, maybe being able to play it, which I doubt it, but, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a concept, at least he likes some retro mm-hmm. stuff, so. Cool. All right. And then, uh, oh, and instead of, in, in addition to what's in the FAQ section of the, um, of the TWAB, and they actually had it separately posted and they included it in the TWAB. So it's fairly light in terms of that new stuff in the TWAB this week, but the Iron Banner is coming back next week and they are changing something that kind of surprised me. Um, they're changing the armor acquisition. They didn't say anything about weaponry, but maybe it's the same thing, but now you're not going to actually just have it drop, for you or get it through um bounties with um with saladin 
you actually have to go through a quest, which or quest steps. So that's interesting. Um, they didn't really go into more detail than just saying acquire it through quest steps. So I'm curious to see what that is because that's not something they've ever done in Iron Banner yet. So probably mm-hmm. something similar to uh, what you've been seeing in like the Thorn and and, and Truth and, and Last Word, although probably not as extensive because it's Iron Banner and you have only a week. But oh, only a week, yeah. So that's kind of interesting that you, yeah. you do it that every, way. Every quest step is re-enter the Iron Banner and bang your head against a wall for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> to get this the, chest piece. <laughs> they did, you know, they did mention that you know it's pretty much year one armor too. It's like it's nicer looking year one armor, but you can see it's got the Viking and the the the, the, the for the um, Titan and the and the and the Hunter and the, and the Warlock with those looks as well. So it's definitely first year. D2 um, vanilla iron banner, but they actually will have drops with the perks now. So there'll be random perks, which is nice. So that'll be a, a good thing. But I agree with you, Gumby. It's like I've struggled a little bit, especially even more so recently getting into Crucible and Iron Banner, which used to always draw me back, really hasn't had a draw in the last few times. So maybe I'll I'll peek in there and, and look at it and see, but I don't know. Just need something more. And the weaponry is also going to have random um, drops as well, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see. So we'll see. Starts up next week. So cool. Not looking forward to it. Yeah, not really. I'll jump in first day or two, and maybe if we can get a couple of stacks together. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I said I'm a little bit less uh, certain this time because I think the last time we had an Iron Banner, I was like, well, I'll probably get in there, and I played absolutely none of it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I think actually that was when Dauntless first came out too, so that was part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. All right, uh, there's a few things here, but I think we'll probably skip over. Well, unless there's anything else in the, you guys see something in the notes in the season of Opulence. We did actually have, uh, oh yeah, the mini Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so as part of the, the season of Opulence is the menagerie, and maybe Gumby can give me the background of where it came from originally sure why actually why i calling I, it but <laughs> i believe i was uh, let me find the dm here really quick uh-huh. um yep. because it started even before uh it started handing uh started being handled around in our discord but yep um we, we, and we kind of mentioned it so that if you, anybody's like stumbles into our discord or is in our discord and you have an, uh, don't have no idea what we were talking about when we say the mini jerry because i didn't when i first saw it referenced <laughs> um I, I finally got the context from from gumbait but uh inferred but uh, <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll, like, I'll get menagerie. I'll, give <laughs> I'll give you this uh quick synopsis in uh in in conversation narrated style so yep. um <clears throat> here we go uh june 9th you around me i'm here ferg have you done the mini jerry (laughs) gunbait (laughs) no i haven't i can sign on ferg let's do this i'm going to grab a beverage and i will be with you shortly ferg smiley face hands waving (laughs) i in my disky so (laughs) um that was it (laughs) And I immediately knew what he was talking about when he said mini Jerry. And then, <laughs> then like the next day he shows up in discord and in, in the hoot dog discord and says, uh, I think we should start calling it the mini Jerry from now on. And I, <laughs> like a politician. I said, I support this. And <laughs> yep. okay. Yeah. I saw I that. Part. I didn't know, I didn't know that what earlier. he was meaning. Yeah, but... <laughs> 
How do you even know what the hell he meant? He's, he's not going to admit that he's on the safe wavelength. Yeah, right. I know. I know. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the sad part. Honestly, I, I hadn't, I mean, just because, I mean, we, we had gone into it and I wasn't asking any questions about what a mini Jerry was. <laughs> and I, I started just slowly saying it out, mini Jerry. And then I started like putting the pieces together and, and mm-hmm. put, put it together and just said that it was the menagerie. So, right. Yep. So, but if anybody sees that reference in, in our discord and and Fergie's in a lot of discord, so I, I can see that spreading like wildfire at some mm-hmm. point because it, it does have that. Um, it just kicked in after a while because uh, some people had, I guess, a hard time saying the word, but <laughs> it's funny. Actually, it's funny because when that was posted, we were in a different group. And I think I was running with you and, and Heather Rob that night uh, helping you with um, night falls or something I think mm-hmm. it was that night. Yeah. And I saw that. I was like, dang, I'm not Jerry. I'm like, and with me, of course, with Ferg, you know, <laughs> we love Ferg, but I went immediately into the gutter and thought, well, what's mm-hmm. that? I mean, it's gotta yeah. be some, so I went in urban dictionary and tried to find <laughs> maybe some other things and some other web searches and nothing, nothing coming up. Nothing like maybe some Jerry Springer guys of genius. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, maybe it's like, you know, Alaskan pipeline or, you know, something, you know, some of those kind of things or Dory Sanchez or any of those kinds of <laughs> like, <you> know, crazy. <laughs> and it's Ferk, you know, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you expect? It so, is <laughs> Love you, Guy's man. name is Booty Sweat. I mean, exactly. <laughs> have you seen his avatar recently? Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. I have to ban that guy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a big fan of the Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so I was like, I don't get it. So then when, when I le- eventually jumped in, I think you, you told me. I was like, oh, okay. Because I just wasn't doing the sounding out. It just was left field for me, and I wasn't really thinking about it. <laughs> so well, I think I came in and said, you want to do the mini Jerry? And then you had this like puzzled, confused <laughs> yeah. sound in your voice, and you're kind of like, so this mini Jerry. Um <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is the guy from that brought you, honey, where are my pants? Yes. <laughs> Not always the fastest on the uptake on some things. <laughs> Toddler brain. Toddler. <laughs> oh, man. But I, the, I, re- I brought up the mini Jerry because the, uh, the, the new mini Jerry boss, the ogre, <laughs> appeared this <laughs> week. makes me giggle. <laughs> Uh, and i will continue to do it now from just for that reason <laughs> and uh and it's an interesting mechanic so that's the other thing i like about the the mini jerry is the uh the boss mechanics are pretty cool this one's actually i think much easier than last week's boss um mm-hmm. but we actually posted in our sticky threads to some of the tips and tricks for the triumphs uh for the uh for the different encounters as well so you know we were all kind of wondering because there wasn't a lot of information about the um you know, the, the details of it, we all kind of, it kind of clicked. We're like, Oh, this is kind of like, you know, this kind of reminds me of Crota, you know, the, the thrall maze way. It kind of has that sound effect. It has the sound effect mm-hmm. of the lanterns about to explode, except you're capturing instead. And same kind of thing is like in the dark there, or, you know, the uh, crystals from, you know, either worlds with the skulls or the, uh, you know, the light running as in wrath in the beginning or, you know, and the sword from Crota and things like that, you know, gauntlet so, from, Gauntlet from Gauntlet and Leviathan, right? Mm. Exactly. So, and that that one is the first one that Wenzel um, mentioned to me that uh, 
found out about was the everybody at least in the in the six of the people running have to complete it and survive the the run in order to get that triumph Mm -hmm. so and i think it's just once but every single time somebody dies it's Mm -hmm. i've been completing it actually i've been amazed i've been actually getting through it because how often in gauntlet do i survive never you feel feel to impress every time <laughs> it's always the final run though. You it never fail. You hear clear and I go, oh, damn it. <laughs> Except when I'm on Titan with line ramparts or rampants. Those those things I I immediately go through, but I don't usually keep my Titan up to snuff. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually am pretty close now. I'm I'm seven twenty five, I think, on my warlock, but my Titan I think is like seven oh nine. So this is certain. I'm not even level fifty on my Titan. Oh, <laughs> Over here calling you a slacker. Yeah, right. Power level forty six on my Titan. That's the only other character I have on PC. Yeah, mm-hmm. my uh, my hunter is a pack mule, so it's at level. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so space. Sad about it. So that might be the other reason why I, when we eventually migrate, I might think about going back to my PS4 because I had a fully leveled hunter even though it was pre forsaken it's still you know pretty well gone through mm-hmm. and uh, my my titan is is gone through forsaken and uh, i know my warlock and my titan have definitely gone through forsaken so i think even my hunter to be honest with you so by the time i got to the pc i wasn't doing it a sixth time i did it five i did yeah. it i did vanilla five times <laughs> but yeah. then i light enabled my uh titan to get past the <laughs> Use the spark campaign. or whatever, yeah, the spark or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. Yeah. So, and then I wasn't going to pay twenty five bucks to get my hunter. Off that. that wasn't going to happen. I thought about it, but I found out what the conversion was of the silver. I'm like, mm, no. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah. So that be the one incentive of going back to the PS4, and some of the progression I've had since then might be painful. But yeah, I can always require Outbreak Prime, and I already had Whisper, so that's not a big deal. And you know, did actually some last wishes on the as well so it's really just a couple of more recent things tons more leviathan tons more eater worlds so yeah we'll see all right any other destiny thoughts before we uh pause a moment and go into our some of our e3 uh conversation i i'd just like to add i have been enjoying myself um i you know the powerful drops seem to be working for me a lot better than previously before. Uh, that's mm-hmm. redundant. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. I'm unprofessional. I left my notifications on my phone. Um, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> uh, no, it, it, like I've been most of the time I've been getting the stuff to drop in the correct slot. Um, that has happened a couple times where I get a powerful upgrade and, and it ends up in a slot that I don't need it in. And that's frustrating because I, I do have limited time and, and that was one of the things that uh, kind of drove me away from Destiny for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not that I don't like the grind. It's just when the grind becomes unrewarding mm-hmm. and you feel like it's a waste of time. Uh, yeah. I, I'm yeah. When I get in, I, I like to maximize my time if possible. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, but but it seems to be a, a, a little better. Um mm-hmm. And and by little I mean a lot better. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. I've been making a pretty steady progression. So and yeah. and been maintaining to uh, keep up with with a lot of people. I can't keep up with Dres. He's a beast. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Wenzel too. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, they're both. Man, they 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 know how to maximize their time. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Definitely. I, yeah, he when he migrated to PC, the, Derez, um, I yeah, think it was like two, man. three days. He was yeah. really like max level and max almost max light. God. And his on second character was working. I'm like, holy crap, dude. Just yeah. a monster. Monster. So um, we actually are going to have them in an upcoming uh, show. So a little foreshadowing there. Or nice. Or so. Yeah. That's a good one to listen to. to. To jump on in one of the upcoming weeks. Learn how to so. grind like a pro. Yeah, definitely. And oh, and and if you want to like get through some of the Malfis and stuff, I'm yep. going to be backpacking on Wenzel because yep. I get all these screenshots of like I don't know, fifty kill games. 50 kills? Yeah, it's like even today I was Monster. getting Wenzel. It's like what the heck? It's like you know, the rest of the team's like three, four. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm going to be backpacking with you to get my Malfisans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like no problem. <laughs> so yeah definitely got some got some really good ones in our in our clan so um some real grinders <laughs> and beasts like you said but very cool e3 uh was this uh started actually much earlier than last week we even kind of tr- truth be told actually i guess shadow keep and the whole d2 going free to play was sort of like the initial onset of e3 because e3 this year started a lot earlier saturday and sunday were some big days and conferences where they usually kind of going more into the week itself so um but i was uh, busy with a boy's birthday party on uh, on the weekend so it was i even tweeted this i'm like i'm seeing all these piano references like i know john wick's coming out but i'm what the heck it's always you know john wick you know i think it was hickey gear dad i was like seeing a whole bunch of him going through some stuff like you know piano saves and piano plays and you know i'm like what the heck am i missing a meme like what the heck is going on so i just kind of busy day and it wasn't until later that night that I ended up sitting down to watch the Microsoft conference and finally figured it out. I saw somebody reference that he was in the, the game, the cyberpunk game, like, ah, now it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was probably the biggest hype that I've seen hit was the cyberpunk stuff. So I mm-hmm. talking about would you, would you think when you first saw that, I, I know Ferg, when he was on here, um, we were talking a little bit about cyberpunk and that was a game that he's been waiting for, for a long time. And it's, it's for me, I'm on board cause it's the folks made Witcher. So, you know, yeah, see the project red. Yeah. I'm on board and I love, you know, those, those, I haven't been a good cyberpunk game in a long mm-hmm. time. I remember having a couple back in the day where you had like different sockets and widgets and other things you plug in and it was really good. But what you guys think of that uh, that whole <laughs> meme? And now it's been memed ad nauseum again and again now. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for it. I even though I've seen so many, um, so many trailers for it now. Well, not so many trailers. I mean, I've just been seeing you know a lot of them on repeat. Or I, I just I really want to see gameplay i i bottom line i just want my hands on cyberpunk for one but mm-hmm. um I, i'm really excited for that just because of the the open world implications of what that game is gonna mean and in the graphic fidelity of that game mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it just looks absolutely beautiful but yeah um and that's, then that's that's the, the thing with these is it in game or is it you know you know, video that's always the, the concern with some of these things we've seen that with anthem from a while back right like mm-hmm. stuff that wasn't even real and they were kind of <laughs> showing stuff so uh, i kind of have more confidence in cd project red but yeah you always never know until something's out <laughs> yeah 
but I, I, I'm a firm believer or uh, I, I still hold the stance so that, you know, even though I want something really bad, I am always for just letting them release it when it's ready. Mm-hmm. So yes, just, please don't release just it. Just make sure it's a good experience. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had some bad experiences in some in some games, and um, I've seen you know, I've been very forthright with uh, you know the Star Citizen uh, foray that I've been in. I'm still in actually mm-hmm. that. Um, I can see where you know that you know the the whole the pretty much most of the game minus the single player campaign is pretty playable. But when you have a, a you know a company that just started up or whatever, and they're releasing patches quarterly and trying to update the game on the fly, um, I I think it's just you know a lot of these. I I I, I jumped into that that game mainly because I wanted to get kind of insight on development and you know mm-hmm. what hurdles are they running up against, and it's like all, all you know just really just having a stable infrastructure or a base to go off of is really key here too. I mean, when you uh, just for certain game mechanics and stuff, and and that's, you know, that's why you really want to make sure that a lot of the stuff is simmers, you're getting it tested. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so my, my hype for all these games, you know, including uh, cyberpunk is at a manageable level right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going crazy over anything. I, you know, I know in, in the, one of the list, there's also Jedi fallen order, which I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for, but you know, it's like, it's, am I correct? Is that going to be another EA production? Uh, um, it is, but it's by, um, respawn. Uh, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. yep. is, but <laughs> is it going to be the <laughs> same thing that not, that's been not using frostbite? No, they're using not unreal. They're using unreal <laughs> on that one. Okay. So. <laughs> then I, you know what? Maybe I can, I can bump my hype meter up a little bit for yeah. that one. But, uh, <laughs> I heard that one too. It's like not every game is, is frostbite. EA's focus is to try and use it as much as possible, but that one is uses the unreal engine. So fantastic. Um, yeah. I mean, good for, you know, respawn sticking to that. I, I would have mm-hmm. thought because they've done it with other, every other studio, they've, they pushed all the other studios to, to use the frostbite engine mm-hmm. and uh my understanding is i if i'm correct a lot of the fifa games are frostbite yes mm-hmm. and so they've they pretty much made you know i think the frostbite was kind of made for the, the sports games which actually makes ea a lot of money because uh you know, we may not th- yeah and we may mm-hmm. not think it's a big deal in the u.s but you know, in outside of the U.S., it's a huge deal, and it makes yep. them a lot of money. So, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and I don't know how you want to go down this list. Are are we kind of talk about what we're excited for, or probably because it's going to be hard to he'll be he'll be here all okay. night if we do the uh, the den list and and just to make sure that I wasn't misquoting something, but I found several articles about. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Unreal Engine 4 development confirmed. So it's on Forbes and other sites that they did that. So that was one of the things. It's Unreal Engine 4, which is nice. Um, That was one of the things that kind of struck me when I was hearing about that. I was like, ooh, like you said, it's like it's not Frostbite. Because actually, it's FIFA's maybe it was used a lot, but DICE is the one who started Frostbite with Battlefield before they got acquired by EA. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and that's been leveraged for a million different things. But to me, 
you know, there are other engines like in Unity and things like that. But to me, Unreal Engine is a, is a known quantity and it's been used for so many different games like arkham you know i i think it's proved itself as a very good engine i mean it's great i i think the only thing that can ruin the game is if you have like a a network infrastructure that you know is just so horrible that you can't keep up with it but i think yeah even then the net code that they put in place with that with a lot of the games have been very good Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I mean Jedi Fallen Order, awesome that it's Unreal. Um, I'm actually, you know, it's kind of actually going back to its roots of the mm-hmm. other, uh, like the Jedi Outcast uh, games that I used to play on PC. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I lo- like Jedi Outcast too. That was an Unreal, yep, Unreal Three. Um, yeah. Totally a fun game, a great experience with that. I'm I'm really excited to see what what comes out of that. Um, there's another one that. I, I before the show I'd mentioned uh, I think it was called Elder Ring. Yeah. Yep. Elder Ring. Uh, that was one that I was like I, I I think it was during the Xbox event that I I I caught a glimpse of, and I was like, man, this looks awesome. I just wish I knew what it was. Is that yeah. like the uh, uh, from Soft? Yeah. Gang? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have heard and, a little and bit it's, about it's that. a collaboration with George R R Martin. George R R Martin. Yeah. Game of Thrones fame. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I I think it you know from the uh, the scenery that I had seen because all of these were cinematics. Um, I thought it looked cool. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't think anybody does yet. I think they just did like a teaser with it, really. Um, maybe a little bit of video, but that was about it. Um, just using it, I was using PC World as kind of my my bookmark of a whole bunch of trailers and granted that's a little more focused on pc games but majority of these are pc and console so you know it works for most things but um you know anything that comes from from software i'm not like the biggest fan of those games i know there's you know, ferg and others have really love those games i'm i tend to play other types of games even though i've done those in the past um but i you can't help but be interested in hearing what they do with that because it's just you got a genius person who, who makes a certain type of game style and you got George george rr martin and you know you want to see what he's writing you know people like want him to finish the damn books but he's <laughs> sidetracking well, on these things what, but, but it's still cool it's got some foundation right i'm supposed to wait but yeah i mean yeah. and i'm actually still holding out that the books are slightly different because i think they are i think they the show i didn't mean to get on this ramp but i think the show has severely <laughs> departed from where the books were so anyway. <laughs> So that was that was the uh, the one that I was uh, I was interested in too was Jedi obviously because you know I I, I like the Force Unleashed they're okay for me but I harken back to like the original Je- Jedi Knight game Jedi Knight days and and uh, you know, Dark Forces and Jedi Knight mm-hmm. and Jedi Knight I always especially at that time and it's actually proven pretty true even up to this time frame I used to always joke about the because uh, it was right at the time of the prequels that uh, when Jedi was playing out, I was like, these video games have better plots than these movies that are coming out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these are better things. Like they, they kind of follow either the Thrawn or other sort of stuff. And yeah. they're interesting. And they actually have really good. And then you look at, you know, age of the old Republic and, and you know, the, or, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the, Coder game, Knights yeah. of the Old Republic, Knights yeah. of the Old Republic and Coder. And, and some of those other things that they've done during that time frame from different 
But, uh, you know, unfortunately, this was pretty good, but it was more of an action game, whereas I liked first-person slash action in Jedi Knight. It was kind of like a good combination of those two things. Um, where you go into third-person for, for the lightsaber stuff, but then first-person for, like, the, you know, the guns and all. So I always loved those sort of games in the original Star Wars. So I was always curious. And the fact that it was Respawn, you know, that, that was the one that kind of made me feel better because they're the folks who Titanfall and, and uh, recently Apex. But... You know, they, they have a good quality behind them in terms of this stuff. Um, and it's one of the only recent Star Wars games that haven't been canceled. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many games have been gotten canceled. It's amazing to me. Well, I so. think it, it, that's when Disney steps in and says, people are hating our products. Please mm-hmm. stop Fix making it. them hate our products, please. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So. I, and uh, we can kind of go around the, the table for a few different highlights, but when I, when I saw flight simulator, I thought of you gun bait. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> so was actually my, really excited for that. Yep. Cause I know you've been with star citizen and other things that you, we talked about it, that you played a lot of flight Sims and, and I have as well in the past, but you have the recent setup too, with the dual sticks that you can now play with. And uh, yes, flight simulator looks beautiful. I'm wondering, and that I think that's based on a lot of their X, their X cloud or the Azure cloud technology so i'm curious to see how much of that is you know standalone game versus streamed game because the one thing i always missed about similar similar is always really cool but i I was always disappointed when they started going a little bit of 3d in terms of the 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 world that you go to only certain cities and there'd be like skyscrapers there and the rest of it was like flat (laughs) you know it's well a lot of times uh so with like the this is the same thing that like star system is going through uh Mm -hmm. with the object container streaming uh, the beautiful part about that is is that you can load what is seemingly a huge game, and and GTA even does this too because what you see is you're not seeing exactly the whole map loaded in front of you. But what it'll do is when you look off in the distance, you're seeing a streamed version of it where it's basically it. You know, I, I would liken it to a video that's just playing in the background that looks like it's mm-hmm. part of the game, but as you reach certain blocks of the the map or whatever then it starts loading in textures, you know, in behind that. So, you know, it's just a way of offloading resources. Mm. Um, And so far, the games I've been playing that have had object container streaming uh, are done quite well. And I'm, you know, and I know with that game, they're actually using a technology. They, I think that they said that it's Microsoft map technology. I said, well, it's certainly not Bing, (laughs) 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 but but, uh, they said it's, it's how they, uh, collect the maps w- from uh, GP- or, uh, satellites and stuff. That's right, some right. of the technology that they're using to, to pull that information in. So, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was just absolutely just incredible. And some of the landscapes that they were showing was just fantastic. Yeah, gorgeous. But, I mean, they showed the Grand Canyon and some other areas are just beautiful. So it's one of those games that, you know, if you want a big you know, airline plane, you know, jet you could do that or if you want a little cessna or a glider that was always fun options of those games um, mm-hmm. and they're very very semi so um, and it's in the name but obviously for a reason so that's kind of pretty cool as well i didn't catch the date on that one if that was a 2021 or if that was still to be D- tbd um but i know that'll be yeah honestly i didn't pay attention to any of the dates of, of any of these games i just mm-hmm. it's it's just nice to also just have it in your mind that oh cool yeah. this is down the road you know mm-hmm. look out for something to look out for so yep 
So, but there was one date that was today. I don't know if Robin mm. you had a chance to check it out yet. It Not yet. The, no. Where's the Lego? <laughs> yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> Which did you yeah. say Forza Lego? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's outstanding looking. <laughs> really? <laughs> it starts, the trailer starts off. Check the link that I posted in there for the, the links, but it starts off like a real serious Forza. You know, they're going to a Forza. They're going through the whole thing. All of a sudden you hear everything. <laughs> and then the, all the Lego guys just start crossing their path. And then it explodes into a new area where you're in a Lego world. Oh, so that's cool. It's a, it's a separated environment. And there were a couple streams I was trying to watch the, the last couple of days, but nobody really kind of got into the detail from the floor was it, whether you can take those cars out into the real world or do you get segmented only to that area? I'm not quite sure about that, but in that area, like there's destructibles, like you're going through, a, you know, there's pirate ships and plane airports and things like that, that you can bust through and you can assemble it. So, um, and they weren't sure about how much customization on the, on the cars there were for like, you know, some people would think, Oh, it's a Lego game. You could just assemble your own car. I don't think it's that. I think you still are, are getting models of cars, but they're just in Lego form. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's the thing, but yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, one of the, it's a deal. It's the next DLC um, that's out today. Today. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Cause the uh, last few weeks, uh, Rob is, I always kind of had played Forza games, but not until recently. And then I heard that Rob was, we were talking about it a few podcasts ago that uh, he's really been heavy into it during some mm-hmm. break from destiny at times. He just would play some Forza. And uh, so I started playing a little bit as one. I didn't, I never really realized how good Forza 4 Horizon was. Like That's so before. good. I didn't realize how open world it was because they were always very good. I always enjoyed those games, but I never really played the Horizon versions. I kind of saw them and I always thought them as more like Need for Speed action, sort of more Sims. That's why my perception of them was. But um, since I got the, since I got the Game Pass, you know, I could try any of those things, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" So I didn't realize it. So it's definitely something um, worth checking out on PC, and it's crossplay too. So it's crossplay, cross progression on Xbox and PC. Yep. So similar to Sea of Thieves. So works great. I uh, had to delete some cars the other day. I was maxed out in my garage. Seven <laughs> seven hundred cars. When, my, when I said he's been grinding gun bait. <laughs> yeah. Seven hundred cars in my garage. And it, as, as, I was trying to buy one and said, You have to delete a car before you can acquire another one. I'm like, What? <laughs> so you can't buy like extra garage space right uh, no, I think you just max out seven hundred cars and that's oh all there is. Yeah, which I mean, anybody in their right mind wouldn't have seven hundred cars, but I do. So, I'm amazed yeah, that there's seven hundred cars. Well, there's, there's way more. more. There's way more. <laughs> there's more than that. It's just what she has in his garage, basically. Yeah, garage. that's just what's in my garage space. Yeah, there's. Yep. God, I don't know. There's a thousand or more. Because you'll, un- you'll unlock a, a car, but unless you actually purchase it, you don't necessarily have possession mm-hmm. of the car unless you want it in a race or if you found mm-hmm. it in a barn or something like that. So, but yeah, it's it basically think of an open world game and that and just with cars and you're with driving cars. around. That's yeah. that's basically what it is because mm-hmm. you know you've got all different kind of racing styles. You got the street racing. You got the, I even did the drag race the other day, which I'm not a big you know drag what race. It's like a drag race. Oh yeah, I like drag races. <laughs> so so yeah. it's just like you know just the one open up the drag race. But like then the uh, the the cross you know, crossroads cross country, cross country there's dirt there's drifting there's uh uh crazy scenario like ones where you're yeah. going against a, a hovercraft and trying to beat the train <laughs> one of them is in a halo world you're actually driving a warthog that, that just unlocked I haven't gone you need there to yet. do that one oh you need yeah. to do that one it's just so unlocked. good yeah. yeah 
yeah, so it's definitely something worth uh, <laughs> grabbing. And and while I'm on that topic, because I know you had the, the Game Pass for a while, Gumby, I don't know if you still have I still have it. Yeah, yeah definitely. If you have any interest in it, yeah, get it's it. Free. It's, it's an amazing. Yeah. Awesome I've, been, I've been looking at it, and it's like, I, I should download that. And then it's like, uh-huh. I, I'll sit there and stare at the Microsoft page, and it's like, I don't know. Should I get it? Should I not? Should get I? It. Okay, get it. all right, good. fine. Good. The other thing that's nice about it is when you play multiplayer, you can play you play against your friend's ghost. So your name will now appear. Like, like when you log in and you're friends of us in X, Xbox slash Microsoft, I was actually like half the time I'm like, damn it, Ray, get out of my way. I'm like, that's <laughs> Ray and 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 Rob now and, and others that I have in my my friends list that it's not even necessarily their ghosts. I always have a theory about what they're doing with that. If they're just throwing their names on it or if they are actually recordings of their did or a ghosting or I don't know, but like, it's just kind of neat though um, that you see racing against friends and you're live. But, um, and I didn't realize that at first, because when I first played the game, this was months back before I, re- I realized Rob was playing it. I had saw one of my friends, and I, I was like, "Oh, he's not online. Oh, okay, maybe he's just in stealth mode, you know." So I, I kind of like was blinking at him and bunk, bunk, honking at him, and I even smashed into him like nothing. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, "He would have texted me by now." I was like, "Oh wait, he, that must be like a ghost effect or something," you know. <laughs> so pretty. One sweet. of the coolest things I think about the game is the seasons. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's four. You know, four seasons to it you know summer winter spring and fall and and the weather changes you know accordingly in the winter the whole entire map is covered in snow mm-hmm. and the lakes are frozen over you can drive, you drive across them the- yep yeah so it's- in summer you know it's just you know it just looks normal but in spring and, and even even fall it's raining sometimes during the middle of the day just you know mm-hmm. just because sun be shining but but it's raining and Pretty and cool. It handles totally differently because I was in the yep. winter and I brought Rob in to help me <laughs> oh my God. experience on, on the snow. And it's like, this is how you drive in snow, Mr. Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was crashing more than I was. Yeah, yeah true oh story. My God. <laughs> but then we went into the springtime came and it's like, wow, this is so much faster and handling now. You forget because you're in that season for a certain number of experience points to kind of get past the tournament basically and you get into the next year. You have to do it the first year and then after that, it. it yeah, you do the first year and then, then, then once a week. Yeah, every Thursday the season changes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Once you do so. the first full year of you know experience points, you gain enough mm-hmm. experience points, and then your season changes. Gain enough. But there's season. like dailies, there's weeklies, challenges. There's yep. there's actually even insurance that you have to help a guy determine whether <laughs> an insurance fraud is happening or not. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's like, all right, you're gonna have this big VW bus. I bet he can't get air. He's claiming he got air and he flipped over or something, but uh-huh. I don't think it's possible. Well that's <laughs> that's like the story modes of the game. That's like the yeah. stories. There's like there's a few yeah. of them their businesses you buy into them. Yep. Yeah. You pay like two hundred thousand dollars yeah. or credits or whatever and then it brings you money every day. Like yeah. It's like twelve thousand dollars a day if you do. Yeah. If you do, uh, I think you have to get thirty. I think there's ten missions, and you get three stars up to a maximum of three stars. You know, and that's doing mm-hmm. every one of them the best. You know, you can do beating the time or or whatever. And if you get thirty stars throughout the the mission, then you'll get twelve thousand dollars a day, yeah. basically, yeah. from each each business you own. So it's definitely definitely something to check out. So download it. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> really good. I was actually amazed at because it's you don't really think of Forza and you think of like I think of like you know original Forza and I think of mm-hmm. Turismo and all those are great games, but they're just you know they're, after a while you kind of 
it's just racetracks and stuff in the mm-hmm. pool. But you know, but this is actually, you know, you go find a barn and it's like, yeah, there's no car in the old, barn. And all, old, you know. old rusted junked up car in a barn and then your partner or whatever takes it back to the garage and a couple of days later, a couple of hours later or whatever, it's fixed mm-hmm. up and ready and brand new in your garage for free. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Recommend so, and they have one DLC already that came out, which was the tre- not Treasure Island, uh, Fortune, Fortune Island. Island. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I haven't I haven't bought into that because the pass gives you free access to the ultimate edition of Forza, um, that includes pretty much everything except for the DLC. So mm-hmm. the DLC comes out, and they're minor costs, but and I'm assuming the Lego one is going to be a minor cost too. But I'm definitely going to buy that one. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think they were thirty bucks for both, or like seventeen per. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. I bought Fortune there's, Island. It was okay. I was telling Claire Knight that you can, uh, there's like, I think it's 10 different, like, treasure chests hidden on the island, basically. And you do things to to level up to get experience points to, to get hints for the next treasure chest. And when you find the treasure chest, you get a million credits for every treasure chest you find. So, mm-hmm. 10 million credits you'll get. You can all do right. all I'll 10 have of to them. Then, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely good, and definitely put it on an SSD. Yes. So okay, because I've noticed that when I I didn't initially, and I still have to go back and redownload on on, on onto an SSD, is that it's still it's fine, except every once in a while I'll see a little stuttering when I'm kind of like tra- tra- you know traversing through the land. Yeah. So well, I, I even do on an SSD too, Clear Night. I still see. Oh, it I'm totally too, sold. So. so it's not hard. It's yeah. just, well, just a minor little. Yeah, yeah I, and I'm totally sold on SSD gaming, and and uh, mm-hmm. I know that that was actually some interesting stuff they showed during the uh, the Microsoft announcement too. But yeah. uh, with the Project Scarlet, but um, but yeah, I it I don't run Destiny on SSD, and I and I notice some issues, and I could probably eke out some better performance with it being on SSD, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I within the next month or so, I am ordering another one just to have not as my main, you know, operating system right. in, in mm-hmm. certain games. But I can only put on a select few on that one right now because it's I think it's 250 or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I, I am getting another one to just yeah. have just for games. So. I've got three <laughs> just for game. Well, two just for games and one for all the operating system and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. but uh, the neat thing that uh, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, they kind of showed showed it off before, but with like the Project Scarlet, they're actually using SSD as, as actual virtual memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can have like 128 gigs of virtual memory on a, on a pro on, on a system. So, yep. and I think that they they made the claim, and we've heard it before, but they're they're promising something like right around 120 yeah. frames per second on console. Yeah, it's 4K. That's what mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's what, and I, I don't even want to hear 4K, but yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's a waste of money. It is. <laughs> but, that's, but, uh, that's the little thing that means it at least can get to that high. That means it can go even higher uh, frames on, on lower 720 or, or 1080. Yeah. So. But the the argument is is that they're gonna they're gonna fight for that pipeline of eking out mm-hmm. 4K, and and that's that's where they're gonna set their their uh their touchstone on and 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 focus for and i i would just really i really wish they would actually you know hunker down and actually you know you could actually have a still a great gaming experience at 1080 Mm -hmm. but you know just try to you know have the fidelity of frames and and you'll have a better experience yeah 
Yeah, and you'll sell, you'll sell more TVs uh, down the road because yeah. if if they would just actually up the refresh rates on televisions, that would be a better way to go. Yeah, that's definitely true. Because when you buy a TV, especially for gaming and stuff, you want to make sure you get a good you know, refresh and other gaming mode that is there too. So it's one of the things whenever I bought new TVs, and I tend to be a Sony TV person, so I always look for the spec behind it and see what's there. And I've just had a good history with them so over the years. Um, and uh, you always make sure the refresh, though, is there. But you're right. It'd be nice that that would be there. But it's funny because... Um, it was weird E3. I don't know. I've, I've followed E3 for some, I, let me put it this way, before I was married and had responsibilities, I would be working and take off several days for E3. And oh, I would just no watch E3 and just play games. That's all I freaking did. Like, Nerd. And it was amazing. I loved it. You know, I'll take that because <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so, you know, nowadays it's like, all right, I kind of followed it. So this was probably my least like attentive to the, to the day and the hour. Um, but yeah, it was just, you know, it was just amazing to kind of watch that stuff. So I was kind of, I really miss Sony though. Like not even just cause I'm, I'm not a Sony Sam fanboy to any extent, but it's always kind of nice to show like Sony versus Microsoft versus, you know, Nintendo. And, and then you had, you know, Bethesda's now and Ubisoft and EA kind of had their own thing. And so there's a whole bunch of these that are all out there. They're all different and have their own merits, but it was just weird not seeing a Sony one. Cause Sony, you know, has had good and bad ones and xbox has good and bad ones but it's always just kind of interesting to see what they would you know you know hail so i don't know yeah kind of disappointing but it is what it is but i really enjoyed the xbox sony has their own their own yeah experience or show or something like that yeah i I think they call it the playstation experience i think yeah yeah, and i and i think that they just they just want to be in control of the message Mm -hmm. you know and and set things on their own terms yeah, well, yeah. and not that not that it matters a lot, but hell, the cost to be at that show is astronomical. True. Yeah, true. You know, and they could do it basically for free in their own, or not for free, but they can do it on their mm-hmm. own, and it's a lot cheaper, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of them will still do like their individual conferences too. Like one of the things that um, during that podcast for the Kotaku, they even said like they'll have uh, that Destiny will have more information at the GamesCon, which is a month before. September they'll have even more details because they're still doing a little bit of development on it, so they're not 100 on all things. So it'd be interesting to see. So you have games. I, you've got I think it's always a known now that Bungie is right up to release. They're they're yeah. working on stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. that's that's why I wish that you know, yeah. I, I keep touching on this, but it's like I I just wish that they would you know maybe port over some of this old material, allow them to work on the newer material. Mm-hmm. And and just you know, and but then again, I, I'm saying that without knowing what's involved with that, but I know it's there. It's got to be easier it, than developing new stuff. Yeah, well, at least art assets. It's got to be a little bit mm-hmm. easier to recreate all that. that. Yeah, even if you do different patterns and get it in the system and stuff. So, you know, but um, so another another transitioning another game. I don't know if you was Baldur's Gate three. I immediately messaged fud <laughs> it's like did you see the yes i saw it it's like okay <laughs> the trailer so it started off in the google stadia but then they had their own moment in the sun as well the bar people who made divinity um divinity 2 um or divinity original sin 2 are, are the people behind Baldur's gate so everybody's mm-hmm. like yes because what, what what are those people like what group are they with they're um what are uh, Larison Lar- Lar- They're basically one of the premier RPGs when you look at who they are now. Um, okay. 
So, uh, let me look at it real quick. Vape. Vape. Vamp. Uh, <laughs> or vape if you vape? want. Vape? Uh, <laughs> vape? No, I'm sorry, I don't smoke. Uh, it's vaping, uh, Rob. It's the latest rage. It's uh, not smoking. Uh, so, yeah, uh, okay. it's all healthy it's and safe. safe and <laughs> yeah, okay. I won't have from cancer. Larry Ann's videos. Okay. There, yeah. we vaped for you. <laughs> and if you haven't have never seen, if you're in, anybody has any interest in any RPG cut games like you know isometric uh, RPG games, Divinity and Divinity Origin Original Sin Two is just amazing games. They're amazing, um, great games. A lot of expansion to it. So, um, but they're the ones who are in charge of this, and they had some other stuff before that. But they basically, if you think of a modern RPG who could do a a Bioware style RPG game in recent day, they're the ones. And that was another um, podcast I listened to of Kotaku's that went on just on Baldur's Gate. And they had the, the somebody from uh, Wizards of the Coast on, one of the creative directors for the whole, you know, uh, D&D. &D. Um, Wizards of the Coast is the company who owns the rights to uh, the IP of Dungeons and Dragons, so uh, edition five, and uh, so Baldur's Gate is harks back from an old game that used to be made, one and two that were great games in the D and D world, and it's just you know I was real excited to see that. I knew Elmer would share my enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that looked that looked really really amazing, and they were great stories. Like they were great, and you, those are games that you could replay and have different choices and ethical choices, and just always real fun. So. Neat. Um, did you did you all see the Halo Infinite trailer? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that looks just saw some gameplay though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I really wish there was some gameplay, but I I actually it, I have to admit I have not jumped on to Halo because I most of the Halo games now from three four three Studio or is it three four three? Yeah, three four three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, are they also on PC? No, they are coming to PC, though. Um, the Master Chief oh. Collection is going to come to PC. They're in progress right now. And the first one that will be released, so when you buy the PC Master Chief Collection, you'll have them all, but they're going to be staging the releases of them. A, probably because they're converting them or rewriting mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it. And then B, it's a way to kind of extend the life of content. But that said, <laughs> the, yeah. the uh, Halo Reach is the first one out of the gate on PC because that's one that hasn't been in the uh, Master Chief collection either, I believe, for at all yet. So, And that's one I haven't played. I played Halo 1 through 4, and then I kind of stopped at, I don't remember if I even finished 4. 4 was the first 343. Um, game, but I did not play Reach. I don't believe I didn't so. either. I actually stopped playing at Halo Two, so mm -hmm. um, would like to get back into it. And I, I would really like to see the Master Chief Collection be available because I would like to, I would like yeah. to play Reach. I actually own uh, Halo One for PC, the Gearbox game. I still have it on disc. I, I did actually oh, wow. play that game. That that was okay, but it, 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 I don't think you can play it anymore. Game. Though I think mm -hmm. they finally shut down the servers. But. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they just never got the right feel for that game, though. Unfortunately, in that one, so I'm hoping, I'm sure they'll probably be a lot better with this one. So, and the, and every report from the floor was very positive for Reach. So um, I didn't get a chance to listen to the guys from IGN, but I know Destin was on floor playing it so he had some feedback that i think he was going to post tonight or tomorrow so definitely excited for those games those are always mm -hmm. my favorite games in the world 
And of course there's Borderlands three and, uh, <laughs> I, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I, I don't know what, it, once again, <laughs> cinematics, uh, I would, I would like to see some gameplay, um, mm-hmm. unless they've re- released some gameplay footage. I haven't seen any, so, um, I think, I think some of the, some of the announcement included some gameplay too, when you were okay. following, um, the witch's face claptrap you were you were actually in game with some of that stuff but yeah majority of it was 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 video i think that's really where these that's the problem with e3 these days i think is you're seeing less and less gameplay and you're seeing more and more you know trailer slash cgi slash motion but not actual game footage well when i was watching the uh the gameplay trailer for or the game trailer for uh, I think it was Ghost Recon Breakpoint or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, I can't remember whose chat I was in. I was watching a show where they were like co-host and they were like co-streaming with mm-hmm. the E3 event. And uh, basically most of the chat was just people shouting at the screen stating that, you know, please stop staying my wife or staying or please stop trying to take my wife. Please don't turn <laughs> into a zombie. And right. aren't you the Punisher? Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it was Aaron like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was just a funny scenario with that. But that that's all I could, you know, I, I don't really get too hooked into those games because it's like once you start seeing a celebrity or whatever pulled into a game or whatever, it's like, I'm hoping that that's not that's not what all they're hinging mm-hmm. the game on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you could tell whether it was like done that way because they wanted that person or if it was like a core that they just want to sell the game. That was always mm-hmm. the concern, right? Like you look at Last of Us, right? It has uh, yeah, Ellie, I think her name is. If I recall. Yeah, Ellie. Uh, Ellie. And yeah. the actress that she that plays her, like it's, you know, obviously spitting image, but it has nothing to do with the, the actress necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you just, they just did the motion cap in that way. So well, on and Kevin it. Spacey and the one... Uh... Mm-hmm. Call of, was it Call of Duty or? Uh, yeah, I think it was Call of Duty. Yeah, and, sure and we it. know that in fact has nothing to do with Kevin Spacey, right? <laughs> yes, it would be a very, very different game if it mm-hmm. was. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so many different avenues to go with that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I took yeah. it there, but I'm yeah. leaving yeah. there now. So it's all right. <laughs> No, I think that's one of the reasons why, like, the E3 itself is cool to watch those conferences and all, but then I'm always a lot more into, um, again, going back, playing the nerd card when my brother and I were nerd younger, and he's, he's 13 years older. We used to actually buy the, D, uh, the CDs from GameSpot of all the different videos that were covered in E3, and we would just, like, spend the weekend just getting some pizzas and stuff and just watching them, like, because they were nerd just, like... Alert. Is like <laughs> ten different D- CDs, CDs, not even DVDs, CDs of like captured yeah. video before the days of the internet. So I was like, <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> <I called that. laughs> so. Uh, but uh, so that was always the thing, you know, it was the thing we spent time with. That was cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's. I used to wait for the actual game floor coverage, and mm-hmm. that's where I would like to see. And nowadays, with the additional. Um, streamer stuff is kind of interesting i think that's where you're going to start seeing this stuff go more and more is obviously streamers with that stuff but um, yeah some of the games on pc you tend to see a little bit more of the gameplay on pc games and sometimes you do on some of the consoles and it's not because it's pc or console it's just i think a lot of times 
the PC conference is just showing you gameplay. You know, they just kind of say, hey, here, let's we'll load this up, you know, and show it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's Mar- Marvel Avengers, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I I got to admit, uh, I'm a little Avengers out. <laughs> yeah. Mm, <laughs> so <laughs> I love I love the whole story and everything like that. I just mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it'll be something that I'll be diving into. If it's a really cool game, you know, I may be interested, but. Uh, right now, I, I'm going to take a yeah probably a hard pass on it for now. But yeah, no, I know there's some folks that are excited by it, but it has no, and it has yeah. nothing to do with the MCU. It has to do with mm-hmm. just Marvel stuff. So, you know, it's it's funny for all those folks that have grown up with the MCU and and seeing you know the Tony Starks and Thor's and etc. in the characters and the actors that p- portray them. Um, but you know, that's not the only version of those. So it's kind of it'll be interesting to see how those are received. So. Uh, oh, one other thing that was interesting that I was surprised about was Psychonauts uh, and uh, Double Fine being acquired by Microsoft. But that was an interesting uh, development too. With uh, uh, late night recordings are always tough. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> the fe- the creator of um, of Double Fine is one of the Tim. Schaefer. Schaefer, Schaefer. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Tim Schaefer. Yep. So he's always been a character, and uh, Psychonauts One was was an awesome, crazy ass game, and you expected two. And two's been around in production, and development, or whatever you want to call it for a long time. But um, you know, he's had several games since then, and even some of the games like with the one that had Jack Black in it, that was awesome. Brutal, uh, brutal legend. <laughs> that was a fun as hell game. I don't know if you ever played that. <laughs> I, I, I think I did. Ozzy Osbourne is in the game. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think even Crazy Chris Hardwick has yep. a voice in that too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you always kind of know what those games are, but it's kind of neat that Microsoft has definitely answered the call in terms of the last few years. The biggest thing, and then one of the reasons I wasn't even as big into the Xbox One is that they were really focusing on like media center slash gaming. Yeah, they've really gone out of their way the last year, and especially in this one about like we're PC game or we're gamers for gamers. You know what I mean? So they've kind of you didn't see anything at all drop with well, Connect kind of dead anyway. So no Connect. And I, there's also um, nothing to do with Media Center. Like, I, I, every once in a while, I stumble onto my Xbox and I, I get into the area where it's like, set up your TV. I'm like, it just annoys me that this is in there. <laughs> I think it's really cool with what they've done in the background with the Xbox and, and how mm-hmm. it's like, it is a, you know, it's this virtualizing mm-hmm. uh, m- magical box that can, you know, you can run multiple apps on on you know in your living room, but also mm-hmm. uh, it's it's actually like doing a really good job of separating stuff out. I mean, the PlayStation is kind of doing the same thing, and not really <laughs> uh, when I because it's using a form of uh, BSD Unix, and they're probably mm-hmm. using something like uh, I'm going on a limb here, but probably using something like Jails, which is a a type of like segregating apps and protecting mm-hmm. each other, but it's nowhere near what they're doing, like what Microsoft is doing. And I think it's really cool how um, you can have a crash in an application. It's not going to bring down your whole, yeah. your whole rig. It's going right. to just take that down, you know, it's and, not going uh, to uh, brick your PlayStation like some yeah. have been accused of doing. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it's really cool what they've done in the background mm-hmm. for that. And, and, you know, it is essentially running windows 10, they say, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> 
but it is you know it, it's really cool that's yeah yeah and i i'm really excited to see what they're going to do with the, the xbox mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i and like i said we're still waiting on the playstation uh stuff come down the road but and i know that uh microsoft and playstation are both working together to do something with cloud gaming, which they uh, Microsoft shared some of the stuff what they're doing with mm-hmm. with cloud gaming too, which is kind of interesting. And I don't know how I feel about cloud gaming, um, because I, I know there was also the Stadia event, which Stadia. I did not see, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I had been kind of following through other lines. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't. Do you guys have any thoughts on like cloud gaming? I'm intrigued by Stadia, but I don't think it'll work. Well, I don't think it'll work mainly because I don't think we have the infrastructure for most yep. households. Yeah. yeah, internet in the U.S. is shit. Yeah, basically, I could see yeah, maybe I, in a in a country where it's better if you know, but in in the U.S. it's terrible. And it, the only way it's going to work is, I mean, it's got to be cost effective for yeah. most households, mm-hmm. and. It, you know, I, I'm not going to be spending that kind of money if it's the price of a PlayStation, and then I'm not. I'm going to have a subpar experience because you know I, I'm going to be taking this to a hotel Wi-Fi area, and it's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. It was funny because before streaming video and things like that, I was always very skeptical of like what Netflix has now become. Right, is the streaming and you know giant of just streaming all the movies and stuff. I was very skeptical of that for yeah. years and years, years. Obviously, until it became reality. Um, for the same reason now, I, I have the same impression of gaming because I even tried it myself where even in the same network in my own home, directly land, you know, hard, hard line, mm-hmm. hard lined, I trying to do a, a PlayStation TV thing to control my, you know, other room PlayStation when I was you know, trying to play like even Witcher, for example, something yeah. as single player as Witcher the latency was just not great. Yeah. I, mean, and, and I think it's, just, I think that's just the implementation implementation of it yeah. of the time right now. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll eventually get there, but right now it's not going to be there just yet, but well, I guess we'll see. I mean, and, especially not for Twitch shooters. I just don't see it. I think. It, no. And I, I think, is, am, I, am I correct in saying that destiny is on, is going to be on stadia? Yes, yes. it will. It's one of their partners. Scary thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, uh-huh. they're actually a partner of they're they're actually partnering with them for that. Yeah, they now. actually. Yeah, yeah, it's their um the, the stadia. Um, one of the things that was in that <laughs> the, that whole thing is they they stole laughing. a little they stole yeah. a little bit of Destiny's thunder last week <laughs> because yeah, an hour before yeah. the uh-huh. Destiny reveal, and they had shown Shadowkeep trailer. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay. All right, well, this is interesting. And if you do one of their founders packs, like there's the regular membership per month, but then there's the founders pack. Um, you also get comes with have, destiny. It comes with destiny and shadow keep. Shadow keep, yeah. Well, so you'll through their membership, you can actually have the whole game set. Now they did confirm today that you're not going to be able to play it. People, it's same with any other platform. You're stuck Stadia, in your ecosystem. Stadia, yeah. So Destiny, you're only going to be able to play other Stadia play, players right now. So I'm like thinking, well, that's automatically limiting right there. I think that would prevent me from wanting to play Stadia on, mm-hmm. or Destiny on Stadia just because um, realistically, how many are you going to see? You know, you know, 
jumping to that right away. I thought maybe it was going to be a PC sort of like environment. You know, I think the one of the reasons why they have to do that though is because it, because like, it's a yeah. Well, it's not just latency though, but it's you have to think about it in terms of authentication. Yeah, yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. being that this is streamed, uh, you have to do a lot of interchanges there to get mm-hmm. it back to the sure. you know if you're doing PvP stuff. So yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So and they the games are all running there. on central location. It's just like what your reaction time is going to be. And I think well, that, and, and what I'm hoping is is that they take the Netflix Netflix approach um, mm-hmm. and do what what Netflix is doing, and and that they're co-locating movies at the local ISP. Right. Yep. So and I don't know how Stadia works in that aspect. If if they can do that, if they have like a game image that they can say here ISP. Load this on your local server, so mm-hmm. we have some users in your area that are playing this now. It'll help network performance, so we're not sending it all the way from California or, or wherever it's being loaded yeah. from. Um, you know that I, that's what Netflix is doing now because mm-hmm. that's how you get the the movie so quickly and instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, it just and it helps offload some of the the network traffic. So, yep. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. I'm so I'm skeptical, like I think most are, but um, it, I mean, it, eventually it's something that'll be there. It just I think for a little while it's not, um, you know, it's and I've I've already kind of cut the cord with physical copies of stuff at this point. Which same, you know, I, there's very few things unless there's some collector's piece that I'm going to get. I don't typically get a, a, a you know physical copy of of a game anymore. Um, you know, just not really there. So. Same since I switched to PC. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was big on the physical copies on on PlayStation and all that, but now they'll yep. just just download it from the launcher. Well, he, here's my thinking with physical media: is how many little kids do you have running mm-hmm. around? Yeah, see, house? I don't. So that's that's what's good about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I can understand if 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 the situation yep. was different, um, because I I lost a few games <laughs> due to uh, that that casualty of war. But yeah. uh, you're so. right; I could see that. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So cool. And the only, the only thing that I had like highlighted on my list that I'm just, I'm excited for just cause it's doom. Doom is what I'm looking forward to big time, but that's just cause it's doom. I mean, doom itself, 2016 game was amazing. It's like one of my favorite games actually coming out. And it's like one of those games that I can play on any platform and own it on several and just love playing that game. Um, single player multiplayer wasn't a fan of but normally used to love that game too back in the day but the new one is new so the eternal really struck a chord so all the extra just crazy insane <laughs> just fatalities and things that you can do it's just fun so that's one i'm kind of looking forward to and that's coming out and i think uh, i know fall but I'm, i don't remember if it was like october or november time frame so that'll be fun. That's actually a lot of those games are on Stadia. Um, Stadia's Ubisoft, for example, is all in on Stadia. They pretty much are every one of their games that's new coming out is going to be on Stadia. So they've kind of committed to that. You can kind of see from their perspective. Wow. So <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I I just thought about you know I'm complaining about how crucible is at times where you know oh there's a titan teleporting across the map now mm-hmm. and and i can only imagine <laughs> that mixed in yeah. with uh uh latency it's got to be an awesome time mm-hmm. so. sure yeah yeah very cool 
But then again, it, I, maybe if you're playing with other Stadia players and if, you know, you have a direct pipeline in DNS working toward, you know, straight to Google, yeah. you may not have those issues. I, you know, I don't know. Um, There's so. a little cost of entry to that and they start putting some of the price and the pricing is actually not bad. Um, so that's, I haven't seen any of the pricing. So yeah, the, the membership model though is the other thing is it's going to be nine ninety nine nine a month for, for that. And it's, you know, ongoing, which is okay, but it's just, I'm starting to get to that point where I have so many of those little services Sub- subscriber. Fatigue. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> have so many of those that just, you know, between audible and Hulu and, you know, Netflix and I repay Amazon for the yearly prime stuff. And it's, so it's like, how many more of these am I going to have? <laughs> yeah, it's almost getting. Well, are you a cord cutter? I mean, do you have cable? I television? still do. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we we had cut we had cut that in our house, and so you know, I I pretty much live on internet services. You know, we we pay mm-hmm. for uh, we pay for HBO when we want to yeah, now, yeah. Um, which is great. Um, there's certain shows that my wife watches for you know, like on CBS, so she pays for the CBS Go mm-hmm. app. And I think it's a horrible app, but she loves it. <laughs> so I won't complain about it. But uh, it's starting to become the price of cable <laughs> once yeah, again. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, after a while. It's like, I'll, the nice thing I, I will say about Hulu is you can put it on, on hiatus for a while. You can do up to six months, and I'll do that every once in a while. Like every once in a while, if there's something on television sure. that I missed and I don't have. Um, the only other thing that I thought, I, this was probably the first year I was excited for the Nintendo stream. Because as we talked in the past, I'm not really much of a Nintendo fanboy, but now that I have the Switch, um, I was kind of interested to see. So, and there's a really bad sale going on right now. <laughs> I already bought two things so far today, um, forty to fifty percent off of a lot of Nintendo games um, right now. So I want a Switch so bad. Yeah, it's very. I tell you, what, I mean, it is. It is the ultimate game platform, or I was going to say the ultimate game platforming mm-hmm. for. I'm sorry for this long mm-hmm. break, but I was trying to think of the wording. Uh, when you need to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. it's just a way better experience than your phone. Yeah. Daddy time. As we talked about it before. <laughs> yes, exactly. When, this is daddy time. When you time. need to go to your cubicle of solitude. <laughs> um, dad. Fingers under the door. <laughs> go away. I got to go. <laughs> Yes, we talked about this in pre-show a little bit, but it, it is literally a lifesaver at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's great. Yeah, because it's one of the things like I like some of the mobile games and things like that, but I still have a hard time really playing anything too seriously on a phone. It just, you know, there's a few games, but very mostly just board type games like or Scrabble or whatever, you know, I don't really play a whole lot of other games because the interface to me doesn't work. So and the switch is just amazing for that. And then be able to just dock that thing. Um, I'm actually picking up a dock an extra dock tomorrow because we're going down the, the shore this weekend for father's day. And I just don't feel like unplugging my dock right now <laughs> from where yeah. it's at. Like it's nice cinched up. It's Velcroed. It's away from grabbing hands and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. No, well, <laughs> and the other day, like my daughter wanted, she only, it's hilarious. She only uses the dock as a charger. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, she just found out that she can drop her Nintendo Switch into the dock, and it shows up on her TV. bigger oh TV in the bedroom. <laughs> and she just freaked out. She's like, "Daddy, I can play games with my friends when they're over." I said, "I," and I've been telling her this for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, she's she's eight going on nine here this month. But it, I just I just did an eye roll and and uh, <laughs> I said this is really this is going to be a really hard teenage you know a few teenage years that you're going to go through because if if I'm having troubles explaining these concepts now it's <laughs> like it's going to throw arguments on top of that it's going to be yeah so. oh wow oh wow sorry I uh, was looking at GameStop. Real quick to see about Switch, and right now you get two hundred and fifty dollars towards the purchase of a Switch yep. when you trade a PS4 or an Xbox One X. Yeah, yep. and I've got—I don't know if I have the X. Is that the? No, I just have an Xbox One. Crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But still, two hundred dollars I mean, if you the... turn in the Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That ends but Saturday. I, I'm I'm just I'm just thinking. You know, with the Switch, though, it's already, I would say, for what it is, it is actually a pretty affordable price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just because the mobility in uh, the quality of, of the games and in the graphics mm-hmm. you get from it. And you actually get a performance boost when you dock it. Yeah. It does actually work really? a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. It's better speed. You get used to it on the TV and then you go to the handheld. You're like, oh, oh, right. This is downscaled a little bit. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. But it's it's. You know, you get used to it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had recently gotten Final Fantasy IX remastered on it, and I was playing that, and then I was playing Breath of the Wild for a while as well, and (laughs) so it's like, and then I showed the boys Mario Kart. So every few days, I was I think I was telling Rob this, or maybe it was you on the before show. I was like, I we haven't been able to to do that in the last few days, so that's one of the reasons I'm taking it down this weekend, so I can actually set up a little bit, and I got the little, you know, five dollar wheels that you just plug in the 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 joy-con into so they did mm-hmm. that a few weekends ago and they all have a wheel so i have three of them and, and then me or whoever wants to rotate in for mario kart and it just it's such a good game for that kind of stuff because you don't you really can't run off the track if you don't want to <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like easy for yeah. them to do and a couple of the games like lego underworld which is like the grand theft auto for, for kids kind of <laughs> thing which i haven't really brought out for all four of them because that one i know is not a four player so i'm avoiding the non four player games or three player games <laughs> so the ones that are just two because there's always gonna be one man out that's gonna complain so mm. mario kart and then i got kirby which i haven't shown him yet and, and uh mario party is a little advanced for them yet so but um they did really well with mario kart so i've, I've got to lug that all down <laughs> with all the little pieces and then i got the the molds that you can fit those controllers into that are more like controllers um you know kind of like the mold of a controller so that actually works a little better too so we were doing that for uh another game i'm trying to remember which one it was but yeah it's definitely uh it's it's a reasonable game and then the accessories get expensive after a while <laughs> uh yeah. i bought a uh 3d printer on mono mm-hmm. price yeah i'm thinking for really cheap. Oh, did you really? And you can find all the yeah, oh. and and actually, it's been one of the best investments that I've ever made because you can buy all the uh, uh, what is it the the plastic on on mm-hmm. Amazon for really cheap, and there's so many plans for all like little accessories for the Switch that you can and little modifications that you can like build better charging docks and stuff right. with it, yep. and all you have to do is just route a cable through, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just fantastic. Yeah. What uh? What three D printer did you buy? It, it's actually the mono price brand oh, really okay <laughs> so but it, it comes with the open source software that it's free and it updates and, and it it's pretty easy to use so okay and my daughter gets, gets a kick out of it because she'll find she's now she's like 
the Google search queen of uh, <laughs> of all things 3D printed. So she's always bringing something to me saying, can we 3D print this? It's like, it may need to be converted, but we'll try. Mm-hmm. And, and most of the time it works. So, But most of the time, we, it's just little figurines. Right. And uh, we got a lot of those around our house now. You know what I call that? I call that incentives. <laughs> Clean up. Yep. <laughs> and they're the little little carrot before the horse thing. <laughs> All those little things in the future are going to be things I'm going to be getting. Because <laughs> I even see it now. It's like, you know, I'm going to put away the, the Legos. You know, you're not behaving. You're not listening. Because, you know, threes. <laughs> now four. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yep. I think I'm. I think I'm just always going to be perpetually embedded with Legos in the bottom of my feet. So. <laughs> That's why I wear slippers now. All over the place <laughs> everywhere. That's. I, I, <laughs> I did that real real quick. <laughs> All right. Well. Anyway. So this is. I don't know if you guys have any other E3 things we've done. Pretty long on this one, which we kind of expect, but uh, lots lot to cover and a lot to have. Good conversation. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to like the uh, the individual um, respectful uh, events that may be happening around these games to to actually see gameplay, and but that's about it really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some of these have me intrigued, but until I actually see gameplay, I'm 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 just like, eh, cool, it's mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. Until so, you really start to see it. Um, yeah, a lot of times that's what some of these are becoming. It's like the the video, and even if you see the gameplay, you, until you actually really get in the hand. That's why I'm always been a a big fan of um, you know betas and alphas and betas and such ahead of time. I've always kind of tried to jump into any of those because you never really know. You know, like some games that just they they have a good idea and the look is great, but then they don't really pan out, right? Whether it's like you know eventually has a long longer path like star citizen has got a longer journey to go you know versus like you know sea of thieves when it first was you know developing and coming out and the journey it has come in the last year too so it's like you don't really know what you're going to get until you actually get your hands on a game um so that's why i always liked doing that for the longest of times so hopefully some of these kind of come up that way um well i I have to say real quick that i'm glad you're back gumbait oh glad to have you back in destiny brother I, I'm I'm actually glad I, I'm glad that there's stuff to do and I'm glad that things are working out for yeah. me in the ways of it progression. It definitely can be so. frustrating. I know that I get frustrated at it a lot about the progression. But yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it's been great seeing you and uh, we we kind of comment the other night when we were all online and, and yeah, this clan, even though we do, st- we still have some PS4 f- folks. Then we still some of us still play a little bit on ps4 um but we're pretty much primarily migrated to a pc clan i think at this point is when you look at it you know we're not against any other platform but we tend to have been a lot of us have migrated in the last six months to the pc and um when you go into discord and you see like three or four distinct chats that are just completely full of like you know six or five here a, a raid group here and a nightfall group here and a mini jerry group here and <laughs> you know <laughs> you just had to throw that in yeah i just throw it in there it's, mm. <laughs> it's it's the thing <laughs> but it was great like it's seeing all those folks in there and obviously seeing gun bait and i know your schedule's back to more summertime too so you're a little more available as well yeah. so it's but it definitely was yeah so some sometimes i mean it, it may not be a strange thing to see me on in the late afternoon mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so which it just feels amazing mm-hmm. you know and it's great to just jump into a discord and 
uh, I, I'm not exhausted or, you know, it's not like super late at night because that, that's the other problem with my previous work schedule is I'd come in. A lot of people are signing off or, mm-hmm. um, I'd be on in the morning and, and it, I'd be lucky if anybody was on in the morning. So, yep. uh, sometimes are a very cherished time for me. Yeah, so, yeah. No, definitely. I can understand that, but it's been great having you back in and for also for the podcast and as a guest, definitely was glad to, to have you back on. And it's been, been great discussion and, you know, <laughs> well, and, and I, and I'm, and I'm going to say this, I, I, I love being on here with you guys tonight and, uh, I'm not going to say it's my last time. Uh, you know, I, I would love to be back again sometime soon. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, because I, I, I do at its core, I do love podcasting and, uh, it was just, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. I mean, we all talk, you know, off, you know, off the air or whatever, off recording, um, about some of the stuff that I went through and, you know, my wife's finally getting back to work. She's healthy. Good. Great. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of the work stuff kind of blew over. So I, I just, mm-hmm. you know, it was get a little bit too much for me. And I, I had to kind of step away a little mm-hmm. bit and, uh, sorry if I, you know, if there was any content that wasn't being produced during that time that I was being inundated with stuff, but, uh, <laughs> it's all good yeah we call those the lost life, episodes I, <laughs> yeah i mean the one episode uh was definitely lost uh but there was one episode that didn't get published but it is on twitch if i'm correct mm-hmm. it, it, the i think it actually anyways. has disappeared <laughs> crap yes yeah. i was looking at that. that's all good it's yeah. good out of our uh, senses regards <laughs> <laughs> you know, i play with him i think it was the last yes. night we had a good time i don't think he's too bitter at no me. no he was oh come on we'll get you on again it's fine <laughs> yeah and i think it was actually uh I think it was the first time that he made like a video appearance. Yes. With the, with yes, the group. It was, so, yes. That's right. And my, let, let me just say, I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to butter him, butter him uh, up or anything, but he is adorable. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Adorbs. Adorbs. So cute. cute. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, ever. Clear night, please. I will have to kick you off the show. <laughs> but, but I don't know how to run this shit. So. Oh, great. So, but it's been, it's been fun. So it's, it's glad to have you back in your, it's an open invitation. You can always, always join us at any point. Well, thank you. And, and, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I admit I was a bit of a recluse there for a while and, and, uh, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. And there's so many new faces too that, mm-hmm. uh, well, for one thing, being that we're online, we, I don't get to see their faces, but there's so many new voices yep. that, um, I, of people that I haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, so that's, that's, that's kind of cool getting, getting to meet the new people and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. So, yep. but, uh, thanks. Thank I, I'm happy to be back and, uh, thank you guys for being such an awesome group of guys to, uh, and ladies, uh, to, you know, have me with your group. So. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. It's all good. <laughs> All right. Well, we had this this special friend of the show and and, and guest, obviously. And if you guys uh, out there have uh, an interest in a guest that you'd like to see on the show, uh, message us and we'll approach them and see if they would like to come on. <laughs> We're listed on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, and Spotify. And if you'd be so kind, please share us to friends and let us know how we're doing and, and tweet us and do all kinds of good stuff to get our name out there and our, our, our uh, 
visibility. So, and uh, if you can review, that would also be great. And you can also go and find us at hootdogradio.com. Find out more about us and our link to our Discord. Um, just definitely uh, click that link and feel free to join our Discord. We're a very welcoming group, and you know, even though we've been focusing primarily on pc recently we still have you know ps4 and some xbox as well but um you know just friendly faces and great discussion feel free to join us and you can learn cool terms like mini jerry and understand what the heck we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) so and our our show email is hootdogradio at gmail.com and twitter is hootdogradio and hootdog tv is our twitch and I'll throw it over to you, Gunbait. What's your what's your what's your info? Uh, my info. I haven't done this in a while. Um, but uh, I'm Gunbait One Zero One. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Twitch, and Instagram. All the username Gunbait One Zero One. I'm also on Battle.net. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not happy to share my uh, stream <laughs> handle just yet because I actually don't know what it is. I set it up uh, years ago when I was a kid. But uh, oh, Steam. <laughs> Yes. What did I say? Stream. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah, the same yeah. thing. Uh, Steam, uh, <laughs> but I'll have to look that up. But my Battle.net uh, ID is Gunbait101-1341. Yeah, and I was just going to say I'm also on Epic and, and all the other ones, but I primarily am on Battle.net for now. Cool. There it is. Yep. All right. Ragin, <laughs> what's your info? Twitter.com <laughs> slash the RCR company. Uh, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash rob1103, which Battle.net is rob1103-1881. Uh, everywhere else, I think I'm rob1103, and my Instagram is the Raging Cajun Ring Co. with uh, underscores between all the letters, all the words. I think that's easier to say. Sounds good. <laughs> And I am Clear Knight, and you can find me on all the different networks as Clear Knight, uh, except for Twitter, which is Clear Knight underscore. And on Bownet, I am Clear Knight, hashtag 1423. And my Steam is also Clear Knight. And I forget if they use numbers, but whatever. You'll find me. <laughs> Just tweet at me. <laughs> and this is a wrap. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for coming on, and thanks for listening to Hoot Dog Radio. Bye bye. 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 Thanks, guys. Not together. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is gonna be one 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 of there you go i know what he's asking for he's asking for two separate recordings now now my my uh my whole uh my message to you earlier clear night about the thoughts on the intro i was gonna be like so what's up clear night uh does it smell in here <laughs> you're supposed to say yeah, I think so. I think it does. That smells something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it smells old. Like something it just smells old in here. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, what's that? What's the stuff that, that fishermen use for bait? Bait. bait. That's it. it. Smells like gum bait. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was gonna be my my intro for you. I made that somewhere along the way. <laughs> Since the creative juices. <laughs>
I, I already have the sun bu- sound by right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to throw clear night off. You're going to say, I'm Rob. He's Gunbait. <laughs> this is Zoo Dog Radio. No. Okay. Still makes me giggle.